What up, people? What's happening? Uh, this is Julian uh, Lytle. As you know, this is my podcast, Ignorant Bliss. On this episode, we have uh, Jamila, also known as Girl Gone Geek. Um, she has a website, girlgonegeekblog.com, in which she talks about like all the stuff she's into, comics, anime, manga, fashion, like all that type of stuff. She also is one of the founders of uh, Geek Girl Brunch. She's also a panelist on different conventions, and she's all she's all over the map, bringing out good thoughts and ideas on this um, this pop culture landscape. We cover a lot of ground. We talk about shoot like race, like Rachel Dozal, being black in America, diversity in comics and in media. Rap music, yeah, we talk about music a lot in this one, and on uh, Steven Universe, we talk about a lot of things. So, um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. You can follow her on Twitter at girl underscore gone underscore geek, and it's like that on a lot of different. It's that handle on a lot of different social media sites. There'll be links in the show notes, and. You can follow me at Julian Lytle, L-Y-T-L-E, on all the social networks. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Oh, yeah. Also, if you think I want to talk about the um, Marvel hip-hop covers in this episode, that's a no-go. Maybe... mm, Maybe later. My name... Calling all night, I can pull the wool while I'm being polite. Like, darling, calling all night, I can be a bull while I'm being polite. Like, oh me, oh me, oh my. I know many women wanna be in my life. Like, oh me, oh me, oh my. Why can every woman end up being my wife? Even if she go away, even if she go away, even if she go. Okay, good. I haven't talked to you forever in real life. I know. You know, you've been all over the world, and I've not been in New York at all for like a year <laughs> and a half. Word, I'm finally back, I guess. For, <laughs> for, for a little bit, at least. Yeah, before you make your uh, transcendence to a 
<laughs> to a higher place. To a, to a new level, you know. For you, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? You about that Pokemon life where you go to a whole new region. Exactly. Get new badges. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to get, uh, I need to hit up those leaders, yo. You crush them. Trap Lord. New York. Trap Lord. <laughs> That's my uh, my Pokemon name is Trap Lord. Actually, I see when you post pics, that <laughs> cracks me up because it's like it's like it's you're so ASAP Pokemon game. Yeah, like I'm naming all my Pokemon rappers, and I try and like make it like make sense, but like it doesn't all the time. So I'm just waiting until I get that garbage Pokemon. Um, it's like rubbish or something like that, and I'm gonna name him or her Iggy Azalea, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. First of all, I didn't know there was a garbage Pokemon. There, it's like literally trash. It's like a trash. Kid. It's so stupid. But you know, <laughs> yo, Iggy. Yep, yo. I'm waiting. It's like my whole point of playing this game now is to find it, <laughs> take a picture, share it with the world. Instagram Adder on that joint. That shit. That's what you exactly. <laughs> Look, I caught you. <laughs> yeah, it's called Trubbish, and it's Trub- like. It's called. It's like a green garbage bag. <laughs> it's like literally trash. It's literally Iggy Azalea as a Pokemon. I haven't kept up with Pokemon in so long. Yeah, they have some weird Pokemon now. They have like an ice cream cone Pokemon. Like a- <laughs> I'm not lying, yo. I'm not lying. I'm like these aren't even like fake animals. These are just like things you eat and put food in like it's, it's ridiculous but they, they ran out they ran out did. of fake animals to make it bugs it was like yo Literally. what we gonna do like I was playing Smash Bros I know they got like I don't even know Lucario or whatever I was like I don't even know what you're supposed to be you just like a <laughs> yo, so Dragon Ball though. Z like character to just like, like oh like a ninja thing <laughs> like a dog kind of like I don't even know what kind of animal supposed to he, be. He actually looks like a Digimon because like Digimons had like the more like gully looking characters like mm-hmm. like yo they talk and they kind of upgrade and look bad beastly after a while like yeah I could rock with some Digimon I kind of want to hang out with them. <laughs> Where that's exactly yeah Lucario I don't know what kind of pokey person animal it's supposed to be but I liked him. I was he like was my cool. pretty strong one on my team from uh, the last series. Yeah I don't even know what colors they up to no more. Yeah, well now they're uh, they have red and blue. No, sapphire and ruby. They're like they remade it. Um, See, they except like what bugged much. me was like the X and Y. They when you were able to pick like a black character if you wanted. So I was really excited because my girl could look like me. And then even though they remade ruby and sapphire, um, you can't pick like your person's race. Uh, like, she remade the whole thing. Like, there's no excuse to say, like, oh, well, in the original. The second. <laughs> it's, so, it's like the same excuse when people, like, write comics that are, like, sci-fi or fantasy, but, like, take place in some, like, historical setting. They're like, well, back in the day, there weren't black people in the whatever. And it's like, yeah, but you also have, like, Nazi robots. Like, that didn't happen. So I'm pretty sure... You can change the rules a bit and add some diversity. That is true. It's just, wow. It's like it's like a half-ass reboot. But I'm not gonna lie. Part of me is just thinks like now. Every time I see people in these games, I was just like, oh, y'all Japanese anyway. Exactly. He's like, you may think they white <laughs> to, not. to Japanese people. They just really heroic looking. They really 
really nice. They just got big ass eyes because they nice people. But like, <laughs> they nice people. They yeah, go to school yeah, and they got basically. uniforms on. <laughs> big eyes, nice. Yeah, New York good guy. Yeah, just it, the fact that you have now. Now I'm gonna think about it as like so. All the black people that's in the Pokemon games, like the new Mr. Japan, like they all like half oh. black, half Japanese. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if they do that because apparently Japan doesn't really fuck with her. I know uh, that makes me sad. It's so sad, man. She was just saying how she used to get bullied when she was younger, and like I'm so happy that she like won. Uh, that's awesome, but I'm sure at the same time she's still getting like so much heat and harassment and racism and stuff. So it's 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 crazy because it's like it's complicated on levels that I don't even know if I can deal with it my my age yet because it's like, well, she's not Japanese enough for you, but there's a whole subset of culture of Japanese people that dress like us and. Yeah, tan themselves yeah, like us and yeah, make their hair yeah. like us and talk like us, but I don't like. I don't understand. Like I'm just yeah. taking it back. Like I don't even know. Yeah, I'm not even from there, so I just got. I'm just gonna fall back on this. Like I don't. Even... Yeah, like I don't. I've never even like been to Japan. Like I, you know, read manga, love anime, all that stuff, dress in Lolita, but. Um... Yeah, I just, I just feel like race is like very weird in Japan. Um, and she's a prime example of that. Uh, so I don't know. I wish her the best of luck and I hope she can help change people's minds on stuff. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of the like, yeah, I, I've seen those photos of like the, like shops and parties in Japan. just like looking like black folks, darker, you know, darker skin and not even the guy like statement, just like straight up people trying to like look yeah. and like have kinky hair like old girl in uh what's her face that the whole internet's talking about now oh that, yeah like, black. she has like braids and shit Rachel and, yeah Rachel does all it's yeah, like now I'm watching yeah. that I'm like I don't even under like I'm girl I don't even understand. Like when I found out she got like a master's degree in fine art at Howard, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa! She doubled yes. down on blackness so heavy. And was teaching classes. I was like, and hey, you mean you only paint black people? I'm just like, I... so many levels, so many levels. <laughs> it's like it's so insane. It's so funny because like I just couldn't stop laughing when Twitter aired her out or her mama snitched on her because like I'm tired of crying about like strangers getting killed by the police and like yeah. all this stuff that they keep doing to us so like this news story I'm just like this is really funny and I'm glad I can actually laugh about it and not cry uh, like it's really it's a good like switch up but it's all the memes the ask Rachel it's yeah. hilarious she had well, the hair down packed that's it's I don't even understand the what she used micro braids like like I was like locks. I would be confused I'm like oh she just light skinned it you know what yeah, I'm saying like, I mean, you know <laughs> yeah she could definitely I have a lot of friends who are biracial and I thought they were Hispanic because they look Hispanic uh, they could pass for like white I guess but they're definitely black so it's like you don't want to question somebody on race, you know. If they tell you that, that that's what they are, then that's what you should you want to believe. Now, yeah, now you got to question everybody. It's 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 like she's reverse passing, and it's just like I don't even know how to. Like I have members in my family, I don't know if they were half or not. It was just light. They were just that light. They could pass, and it's just like so if they could pass for white, 
and she's I, I just no. don't understand why like you can help black people without trying to be black like that, that is completely fine with us you will want to be down for the cause come on and help us you don't have to pretend to be black and I don't even think you have to be black to be in the NAACP nah. like that's not a rule so why did she do that she gave up her whole identity to like like I don't even I, it's like it's like riding on a level that I don't even understand like I, I don't even know it's like it's bad good and everything in between it's just like I don't even <laughs> like this is this is new this is some 21st century shit this is like we're not we're really not ready to deal with this all this talk about race that we're having this is like she's wow like this is yeah. some college discussion shit this is like it is. And then the whole wrong skin stuff that has come up after it and transracial and oh, and it's just man. like, okay, please do not like diminish like trans people's struggles by by lumping this this woman and other people who want to be black or want to be uh, Asian or want to be like a different race other than their own because they think it's cool. Like, no, that's not a thing. And we shouldn't accept it. Like, of course, trolls on Twitter were like, oh, you should just let her be, you know, black. And it's like, uh, like one, like that's that's not like a club. Black people are in a club that you just like let people in like you're black or you're not. Yeah. That's it. And like, it's, it's really annoying that our culture and people are not sacred where people are just like, yeah, it's no big deal. Why are you tripping? Just let her be black. Let her do what she wants. No, no. Yeah. It's not okay. Yeah. It's not okay. Y'all already take everything else from us. Like you're not going to take our race either. You get to jack everything. They just Jesus like, it's Christ. I, it's, I don't know. I just need to read like a book on this shit or something. Like I need a year to go past. Oh, she'll write it. Don't worry. Nah, she'll, I, write, she'll I, write a memoir. I need some investigative, like outsider <laughs> scientists or something. Like I don't, I need everything for this. Cause it's just like, there's more to this. Like, what is she running from? Like, what, she has what's some, <laughs> it's like some psychological mental stuff. I don't know. Maybe she's, maybe that white guilt is so strong that she doesn't want to be white. Like maybe that's what it is. Like, what if that is like the highest evolution of white guilt? Like, <laughs> Like this is yo, like the is. shit. She's like, the boss level. <laughs> like yo, like she's ascended Super Saiyan level <laughs> four of white guilt. Like she's like, I give up my whiteness. I will then make. I will make myself into. I will change my hair. I will take my adopted black brother and make him my son. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo! Everything she done is so crazy. I feel sorry for her kids. I feel sorry, for, like her husband. Like I just have so many questions. <laughs> Like what? What is that about? Like you, you gotta know. You gotta see baby pics with the blonde hair and the straight fine blonde you hair. Had to, Did she, she not had ever to meet her parents? You. Like, like how deep does the lie go? Like I need one of them BBC documentaries with like them shits be like four hours long and they go into depth. I need four like, part miniseries. <laughs> like, like I don't want no half stepping Don Lemon scene no. and bullshit. Oh God, I need Don Lemon. <laughs> Jesus, that man you know, needs to. Go. Oh, you know he's crafting up a special on this right now just to make us all mad. Ever, it's the last person that I want talking about race. <laughs> he's like the, the, one of the he's in he's in a group. He's not the last. There's worse, obviously. But yeah, he's I'm just done. Yeah, if there ever is a black Illuminati, self. he's clearly in the black Illuminati. Like, oh, <laughs> gosh. 
Yeah, um, just him and the writing and just, I, he's just so anti-black, like, but, but then tries not to be, but it's so in there and it's so obvious. It's like, dude, whose side are you on? He's like, this is the realest old school shit that people who listen to this show are going to hear. He's like the entire reason why people ain't fuck with light-skinned niggas yeah. for like 40 yeah. years. Just bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> in case you started liking lights and guys again I'm gonna change your mind it's like damn like you you were really fucking up for your light skinned brother right now <laughs> yeah he is I think they voted him out like that's something that, that they like no we're not claiming you you're on your own yeah, he's he's like Tom in the Boondocks, like all the time, but like way worse. Yes, he is. He's a, he's the same. They're the same people. The same person. He's like in character cosplaying for his entire <laughs> like, the entire time. The entire like, time. He's taking it like really seriously. Oh, like yeah, Lord. But yeah, what else has been up with you? It's been like what uh, two years or something like that. I haven't seen you since like. Um... In New York at the twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was even yeah, it was after that. Maybe yeah, I haven't seen you in a long time. Because I ain't been to New York. Yeah, I know. You kinda of Comic Con, which I can't New York Comic Con I can't blame you for. But they didn't let me in. So yeah. after a while I was like Alright, that's how it's going to be. It's so crazy now. It's like buying tickets back in the day. And when I say back in the day, it's like a couple of years ago. Yeah. You could buy tickets day of con at the door now you they sell they just sold out of like almost everything and they sell out immediately on like four day and three day it's like san diego they have this terrible online queue that just frustrates everybody that's not working and it's just more and more crowded it's just not really that fun anymore like it's something i'm always probably going to go to um i mean at least while i'm in new york like it's the only big con we kind of have in the area but it's just like all you do is wait in lines the entire thing or just walk around if you're in cosplay and just like walk around and have people take pictures of you panel lines you gotta wait like an hour before or earlier the big other events like you can't go in there unless you you plan on spending all day in line literally all day like it's crazy it's like so the last, the last one that I've been to, all I've been in an artist alley room. It's like I've seen the the floor from pictures. I was like, nah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I hate. Nah. I don't walk the floor. It like I only do it like the uh, Thursday and Sunday, and that's it. Like I don't. I'm just downstairs in panels, waiting in line all day. That's that's all I do. Like I like that I get to meet a lot of my favorite like artists and writers. But other than, and I just stick to comic book stuff. Like, I don't even try to do TV stuff anymore. I was lucky enough to get into, like, the Walking Dead panels when they first, uh, when Walking Dead first started. Yeah. And now I'd have to wait in line literally all day to get in there. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't. The paneling system, I think conventions all have it messed up. This whole, like you wait in line and then people can just kind of like chill. And yeah, they then, don't clear the rooms. Like, nah, that's... Like, if you want me to just want to be taken seriously, you need to start clearing our rooms and you yeah. need to work out an actual ticketing system or something. Like, you ain't got to charge money, but 
you got to work that out. Like They that's... started to clear some rooms last year, like some of the bigger rooms, but I don't think they do everything. So I don't know. It's they, they got to work it out. It's and you know, what bothers me even more is that like it used to also be like New York Comic Con and New York Anime Fest. And then slowly it just started being swallowed by New York Comic Con. Yeah, it's but, just like, one thing now, right? Do they even yeah, do Anime Fest anymore? No, they don't. They used to have like, they used to give them a little section far away from everybody else. And now it's gone. And it sucks because like we don't. New York doesn't have like a big anime fest. Like I think there's anime next somewhere in Jersey, but that's still not very big. And there's so many anime fans, so many anime fans. And they don't bring like, I don't think they bring enough anime, uh, like people or manga people to, they bring like one big one. And that's, if that, and that's insane because of the amount of money and popularity of, of anime and manga characters. Like even, it's, it's shrinking. I don't know if it's shrinking, but the whole nature of like the big boom of like manga, you go to the bookstore and borders, you sit all day and kids read oh, that, the books. That and- still happens. I, like there's a Barnes and Nobles near me in the Bronx and there are always kids there. Like, like black kids too. I feel like they just love anime and manga a lot. I, I think it's because it's not like with the 70s and the 80s is interesting to watch stories and heroes of people that were not white people mm-hmm. and they also <laughs> seem to have a little bit some of it is problematic to use that word with anime the way they do black people but sometimes it's oh, not yeah. like well, problematic slash racist yeah because sometimes it's like oh man that's really messed up but then you're watching the Rudo and they got like a whole ninja city like mad black ninjas don't even look car- don't look fucked up at all they're just like oh we nope. got Huge pink hair just because yo stuff. Like, Killer B is like, when I first saw Killer B in the room, I was like, oh, he's just a Wu-Tang character. Like, oh, his brother's black? He's the he's the head? He's like the strongest of the Kage's? Like, like, there's so many black people in this ninja comic, and black people like ninjas. Yo, does he fuck with black people on the low? That's like the only thing I was thinking about when I was reading. Like, like I was so shocked. I got like, lost in thought, like, yo, was, what does like, this mean? And clearly, yeah. One Piece, I think, have characters is clearly like, mixed or something because they be having like that that black hair you know that curly hair or sometimes like a Puerto Rican or Dominican it's like oh man they everybody in one piece <laughs> yeah like I like I love shoujo manga it's kind of like my guilty pleasure but I don't feel guilty about it uh I just it's like I read and watch like so many other adult mature sad things that like my shoujo is what I go to for like pure innocence, ridiculously cute stuff. And it just makes me happy and I love it. And I feel like there's not like girls love manga, like shoujo manga, Josie manga is like so huge. And there's so many like American girls who read it and love it because there's nothing in the States really that could be that for them. Yeah. So they have to go to Japan and like read that kind of stuff and watch that stuff because there's no romance like comics here really. Like uh, especially if you're like a teen and you don't really like know how to find like indie stuff. Like you just go to the bookstore and you want stuff that has awesome art and like stupid cute storylines. Like all you do is have manga, which is awesome and I'm glad that we have that, but I think like we need to change shit in America too where comics aren't just for guys like young boys and adults like we just need some romance and then there's um 
the Kickstarter that I backed and they just came out, True Romance or something. Oh, fresh, yeah, I backed it too. Romance, yeah. Right? Is it Fresh Romance? Cause just, I think so, yeah. Uh, which is awesome. Like, I was so excited. I'm like, yes, please, romance comics in America. Um, and I read it and it it's like three or four comics that come in like, I don't know, it's like an anthology kind of constantly updating. Um and it was really cute, and the different there's different storylines. There's like a lesbian storyline, uh, like Victorianish, I think storyline. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping that can like kind of change the tone of stuff. Because um, if not, I mean, I'm still at my shojo. Yeah, so it's it's funny because that's always been like one of my like secret dream goals. Like after a while, when I was like gave up on the whole. Yo, I'm going to draw X-Men one day. When I figured that shit wasn't going to happen, I'd be like, <laughs> yo, you know what was dope? Back when they made romance comics, what happened to romance comics? Mm-hmm. And like, they kind of just stopped and like so many things changed in like the 80s and the 90s. And now it's like, yo, where's like the mixed couples romance comics? Yeah. Like, where's the gay romance comics? Where's the lesbian romance comics? Where's the, I don't know, like... Bisexual. Where's like the friends or the like the movies? Like like you like watch Reality Bites. It's like how come there's no comic like Reality Bites or like how come there's no comic like Clueless or how come there's no comic like Love and Basketball? It's like yeah, that shit can all exist, and I bet yeah. you it would be fire. It would, and people would love it. Like people are hungry for this stuff. I feel, and like I've started to like. I've, I I think I like probably tweeted or blogged about it, but like I want to write comics, and it took me a while to kind of get into to like get over self doubt and thinking I couldn't do it just because I haven't. Like I could do it, and it sucks, but I'll never know if I don't try. So once I kind of got over that, I'm like, all right, but what, so what do I want to write? And I want to write what I want to read, which is like like I want to do a black Josie comic, but like a black girls. But it is like adult, you know, twenty-ish kind of like my life, but not like a autobiography or anything. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like I don't know. I see so many black girls who love manga, and I'd love to like do a American version of that with like what we deal with and go through, and romance and drama and depression and stuff like that. Um, and I was at FlameCon yesterday which was New York City's first LGBTQ Comic-Con. And it's run by Geeks Out. And there was a Kickstarter for it last year. Um, it was so much fun. I went with my brother and my boyfriend. And it was just like the happiest geek place that I've ever been in. Like, it was just, everybody was friendly. Everybody was just excited. The cosplay was awesome. You know, it was small because it was its first one. But, yeah. like, I just didn't, like... When I'm at New York Comic Con, I'm always kind of on guard because of harassment and stuff like that. Uh, but I just didn't feel like I was going to get harassed. It at, was free there. You felt yeah, free. Yeah, I felt free. And, like, everybody was super nice. And it was just, like, it was awesome. Um, and I think we need more of that. But at that con, of course, there were people, you know, selling their comics. And I bought a couple, which I was happy about because there's like, those, you know, romance comics. I bought, like, this erotica one with, like, this polyamorous couple with, like, a trans person and, like, a, a gay and straight person all in this, like, relationship. And I think that's what we need more of. Like, people just need to read more about different types of relationships and different types of, like, sexualities and stuff like that. Um, so I'm glad it's happening on the indie scene. Um, I just yeah. want more people to know about it and not have to find out only through a convention. True, because I didn't even... 
I didn't know about the convention till like I saw you tweeting about it and a couple other people. I found out like one of my one of my homeboys was at it like last night. He was like telling me about his like what it, how well he did or how he was doing. Oh, I was good. Like, I was, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, dude, why did you tell me? I would have tweeted out to the world. <laughs> like, I would have helped you. I would have helped you out. I think people like. From the tweets I've seen, like, I think people did well. Like, they sold a lot at the con and stuff. Um, I don't know if it's because it was smaller, but I think people are just like, I'm not going to be able to find this stuff easily. Like, let me buy it all now. And it was hard for me to not buy everything. Um, <clears throat> it was a lot of fun. There's a transgender, like, characters in, in, in media panel that I went to that was great. And what I loved is that, like, they talked about... Um, like some of the positive media for like LGBT trans people and Steven Universe has talked about so much and I love Steven Universe so much. surprise that is awesome it's surprisingly it's a surprise because of how it deals with everything that yeah. I wouldn't expect for a kid's cartoon to deal with yeah. it's like everything that I like that was on the low low in um in Adventure Time mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. not even on the low in Steven Universe it's, just like, <laughs> it's not like it's not oh two two females love each other so much they combine into an even more badass female yeah. that's like the like the paternal figure of the group and then like it's so much going on with the gyms and Steven and his acceptance of everything and the whole town it's like oh you have Caribbean people that own a pizza shop yep. and they're just kind of cool and it's just like this is not what I ever expected to see on on TV like, it's like ever it's like everything that I kind of want in a cartoon like yeah. it's it, like it's damn near perfect and i don't say things are perfect often but like yeah it has it's super feminist uh it's super diverse even the voice uh actors are like very diverse there's like lots of asian and lots of black and like all types of people that are the voice actors and even in the show like there just this diversity it's not just like white folks and like one black kid yeah like yeah. it's so and then there's the like when Stevani was, this is like so much spoilers. <laughs> so, oh, that whole whole idea, that whole episode, yeah. I by far was my favorite at a certain point. Yeah, but the entire concept is like, okay, they fuse, but like that, it totally like destroys the entire idea of gender identity. Yeah. Like when yeah. you're watching, it's like exactly both like. They're like I'm like they are like, an experience. They are don't try and fix them in any kind of box. 
and like everybody wants to be around him. It's like they're like everyone's like that is the most beautiful person in existence. Where <laughs> they like walk into yeah, a room. God, like, Stephen Universe makes me want to cry so much because it just like gets super deep, and I'm like, whoa, please, Stephen, stop making me cry all the time. Um, but like at the panel, the the transgender like characters panel, one of the people there said her friend watched that sh- episode and was like sobbing because she is like, this is me. Like I identify with this character and character is so beautiful and it's awesome and it's something that they don't see often um and it's like cartoon on cartoon network like this is what kids are seeing i think it's beautiful like little kids it's Mm -hmm. like oh like they'll watch this and they'll be completely and utterly like it's like one of the most popular shows too so it's interesting as a whole like the cartoon network like slate like the whole all the popular shows have these weird not I wouldn't even say weird they have these very challenging mm-hmm. ideas and uses of what we expect you know a cart a network that's almost a lot of ways for a long time focused so much on boys but like like adventure time deals with some really heavy yeah heavy themes especially the past season and then like you have Steven Universe and then like even Clarence <clears throat> Clarence, no matter the the BS what happened behind the scenes with the creator, but like the character kind of is also kind of fluid in like what is acceptable for a boy to be, and and then you have like Gumball, the natures of like family, and then like regular show that just deals with like some heavy twenty something relationships. Watch them <laughs> like like why how would a seven year old kid even care about like yeah. the natures of like oh he kissed his ex girlfriend at the party, but because things got too weird and then like his current girlfriend lost it and then it like I was like this is just I thought this was a cartoon about people that fight toast and like, <laughs> <laughs> and, like geese and stuff like that turned into like giant like like geese. robots and it's yeah, like it's this is crazy but it's like like wow like, is this what happens when like indie comics people don't break through to the mainstream comics they all end up going to make cartoons and yeah they go it's into cr- animation and they're gonna shift to like an entire generation of children into like how they think. So like, yeah, they're like ten well, to fifteen years from now, it's not working for me in comics. So make cartoons, and everybody's going to see it. Yeah, like it's awesome. I love it. It's so it's so it's so interesting, and I think some of the stuff you were talking about, romance comics. I know there's a lot of great. Recently, there's a lot of good like web comics, especially through Tumblr. That clearly they look like they're all made by by female creators. And they're all astoundingly great in quality and writing that I never see anyone really talk about. Yeah, it's tough to find. Like, it's one of those things that, like, you got to dig for for stuff that you want to read. Um, which, like, I hate... There's, like... There, we need diverse comics, period. Like, we need Marvel and DC to be diverse because they're the biggest ones. But, like people who complain about you know not getting diversity like i hope they're also reading like indie comics or even just go to like image or like um human vertigo sometimes and like valiant which is still like heavily men but they're trying to change it and make it like like uh, fem it up a bit but like if you just leave the big two like there's a lot of diversity and if you go to indie stuff like like there's everything probably that you want to read. It exists. It exists somewhere. It's just really hard to access. Um, 
So it's just like that support and like tweeting it out and tump, like reblogging and all that kind of stuff. Because um, I don't read Marvel in DC, period. Like I used to read Hawkeye and then I stopped when, um, what's the face, stopped writing it. Jeez, uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, Matt Fraction? Sex from, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. And I love sex criminals and stuff. And I love that Hawkeye. Like I don't, I never. Like, I just started reading comics in college, really, because um, I was in a military brat, so I moved around yeah. all of the time, and it's really hard to find comics in Germany uh, <laughs> or in English. So, I but I, you know, watched anime and sci-fi, fantasy stuff all of the time, like, my whole life. So, and my uncle, my late uncle, is a huge comic book fanboy. Like, went to the first New York Comic Con when he was a kid, like, went every year and all that stuff. So, it was kind of, like, inevitable for me to read comics. But I started with Grant Morrison's The Invisibles. <laughs> so the heavy stuff. You I started went, like, with the straight heavy. into the deep end and was like, what the fuck is this? Like, it was so crazy. So it was kind of like the extreme of what comics could be. And ever since then, I was like, I want more like this. And I just never... I wanted to read superhero stuff, but I didn't know where to start. Like, it was just like, this stuff's been going on forever. Where do I begin without being confused? Like, I, you know, I know X-Men, you know, from like, com- uh, from the cartoon in the 90s and yeah. the movies and stuff. But like, I don't know what's going on in the universe. Like, I, I wanted to read all that stuff. I started to read Batman, but kind of just ended up dropping it after a couple years. Um so yeah, I just Image and Vertigo is like my go-to. Love Sandman and Transmetro; those are like my favorite three with Invisibles. Um, so like, I don't read a lot of Marvel and DC. So like, I kind of get what I want for the most part, except for romance. That's why I have I got manga for that. Yeah. Um, so I just hope that like people who complain, which is obviously like a bad thing that's happening, and it needs to change, and we do need to complain. But I do hope that they they know that they don't have to just go to Marvel and DC. And if you support these indie publishers and creators, that like that's going to lead the change and see and show Marvel and DC like, yo, people keep buying this diverse ass comic. We should do that too. And they've tried. They've made like some strides, maybe some steps. I won't say strides. Yeah, they have, I have my issues with, with both of them. Yeah, completely, completely differently. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I've like, listened to your podcast because I'm a fan, <laughs> and, I, and now I'm on. It's crazy, but like, yeah, I love how like real you keep it because I feel like so many people are either blind with their like admiration for these two big two, or they just like don't want people to talk shit about it. Like, yeah, I think people are like it's a secret. Yeah, they don't want to make nobody <laughs> mad. Like, they really... And I get it. Like, the way comics work, it's like, kind of, if you piss somebody off, maybe you won't get on. But I'm just like, I listen to too much rap. I grew up in the wrong era. Like, sometimes when you piss somebody off, you're like, fuck this, I'm starting my own label. Like, y'all, like, I'm going to kick down your door. Like, y'all, like, I may not be... I may not be the Puffy, but uh, shit, I might be the uh, I might be the Rockefeller. Y'all watch. I'll be sitting on there sipping Moet on a boat somewhere. <laughs> you know, like, like so I don't care. Like, the people get mad. It's like, I see how y'all act. Like, you can't bite stuff. You can't mm. big yourself up because you you got a couple of hot characters right now. Like, I like Miss Marvel. She's dope. I read a couple issues. You can't act like you some super progressive thing because you got yeah. a female Thor yeah. and you got Miss Marvel and and it's still like mostly all white dudes rocking it uh-huh. and and you got one woman writer for the most part 
maybe a couple of female artists. Like, nah. And then, like, DC, I don't even know if they be mad at them or just... <laughs> Like, I'm not even mad at them no more. I just want them to pick better people to help them. Because I think they got some good ideas going. But I don't know if, like, it's, I always equate to, like, sports teams. It's like, all right, you might have a good coach. And you might have some good players. But your owner is weak. Like, I don't, like, yeah, like I, don't I don't know, know if I really rock with them. the deal. Like, they, they, I don't know what's going on with them. Like, what, what was so confusing was when, with, like, Batwoman being a lesbian and having like a girlfriend but like she couldn't get married yeah like it was so close it was, it was so close like what difference is it going to make like if she and, gets me like and and marvel had the huge x-men marriage like gay marriage and like y'all are like nah we can't do that it's, like it's, is like there's no gay marriage in gotham like it's weird because it's almost like the way they defended it was weak. They should have just said, like, you know what? Bats don't marry. They could have just did it simple like that. Like, yeah, if yeah. Bruce Wayne don't marry, yeah, his cousin Batwoman don't marry, I'd that's like, it. I'd have took it. I'd accepted that. But they have they half-assed it. Then the writer came out. Was, the creative was just like, we want to do this, that. It was like, no, and it's bullshit. It's just like... Like, DC gets me mad because it's like, y'all be fucking up publicly. Marvel don't fuck up publicly. Like, their <laughs> PR team, like, their message is so tight that people dick rot them mm-hmm. off the strength of the label. Like, y'all, like, they could, like, they could literally walk up, smack you in the face and we ain't never doing shit with X-Men again, even though you bought X-Men for 40 years and you still gonna ride for them. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, like, whoo, like... Yeah, your pimp game is strong. Like I can't even <laughs> rock with them. Like, 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 damn, they Goldie in the Mac or something. Like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> like it just makes me laugh. I'm like, wow. Like, like oh, it's man. tough. Like, you dedicate your whole life to like you know following this universe and love these characters, and like the people who make it just keep shitting on you, and 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 they don't care. Like, you just it's like. I don't know. You just want to stick stick in it till the end. It's kind of like how a lot of people feel about Game of Thrones right now. With all the you know, oh yeah, rape and it's so stuff, it's so female violence, and it's just like and there's and then just other stuff like if you're like I've read the books and I know like I have a lot of friends who have and are like super Game of Thrones fans, but it's just like they're just at the point where they don't know if they would have kept watching the show if they didn't read the books, like. Uh, I love it. I don't, I'm just not a person to really stop watching a show unless it gets like super, super, super bad or boring. Like I, yeah. I love Dexter, but I stopped watching that. Like that was like it. After a while, I was like, this show should have ended like month or seasons ago. Yes. And then I heard the ending and I was like, yeah, I'm glad I left. I'm glad I abandoned ship. The ending was terrible. I didn't watch it. I was just like, oh, word? That's how you ended it? I was just so angry, even though I didn't spend like more hours in the show. But I'm like, that is so dumb. Like Showtime does that, I feel, a lot. They just kind of don't let shows die when they should or end shows when they should. They just keep keep them going. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I like HBO kind of end stuff. Kind of at a good point. They'll kill a show. Like, ah. Even when people love it. They'll be like, oh, this shit ain't making enough money. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, Carnival, bye. Oh, I, Rome, love, I like bye. that show. I used to, <laughs> and then, one, bye. Yeah, it's crazy. They don't care, yo. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess a lot of these shows are very expensive to produce, so, like, it's understandable. But, yeah, I used to watch Carnival, and then I, like, didn't have cable, because I think I was, like, living, I don't know, I don't know where I was living at the time. But, um, 
we used to get them on like DVD and we you know we'd binge watch it mm-hmm. with like my family and then it's like wait there's like no more of this <laughs> like, it's over why like, did what? I spend my time loving this and it's gone HBO gives no fucks when it comes to ending shit they're like whatever they like I'm Game such an HBO fan too. Like I've been I watching it since way before I should have. Uh, <laughs> like I watched Oz. I was young. My parents what? was like, because it's you know Sunday nights, and I would get my hair done as a little girl, and my parents would be watching HBO, and I would watch it with them, and I was getting my hair done. But they'd cover my eyes during some of those scenes in Oz. Adam Beasy uh, was raping people and stuff like that. Biting off dicks and stuff. My, my dad is like, no, girl, you're close your eyes, cover your ears. <laughs> this is so awkward. But, like, Sex in the City, which I love, like, didn't have to cover my eyes. Female body, it's like, for what? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, Spawn. It's just, <sighs> like, cartoons can be dirty. Like, oh, wow, that cartoon was so gully. When oh, it, <laughs> it was so good. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> with uh, like unlike it's still, like now one of the unspoken like people don't even talk about that cartoon but when that came out it's so good like I was little so like I think it was really good it, I don't it, know it was just the allure of like this is like a rated R cartoon uh and I thought it was awesome they should do something like that again um I think like we're here for it I think it did well when it came out, right? Yeah, I think what happened was it came out at the time in the 90s, the late 90s, also when, like, anime was actually becoming a thing. So it got to a point where it was like, well, do we really need to make this? Or can we just <laughs> dub over and bring over <laughs> yeah. anime? And, like, Adult Swim pop, like, not even the but, like, Toonami popped off or, like, Cowboy Bebop and stuff. It's like, well, we could spend money on this or, or we could just just show these dubs on TV and yeah. the dubs went out for just for a minute. Toonami then when it became Adult Swim was that was you know, that was everything. Like what anime, you mean I ain't even gotta rent this shit no more. I just gotta stay up late. <laughs> yeah. Saturday nights, anime nights. Yeah, that was that's awesome. I'm glad like I just feel like there's a whole like gen generation of like just adult swim kids that and I think that's what spawned like so many anime fans now is Adult Swim. Yeah, Adults yeah, with Toonami and Jump. It was like in the afternoon when they brought back Sailor Moon to finish it out. Because oh, it was yeah. like, a long period of time when like Sailor Moon was like in like syndication hell. It was like, oh, you watch up to this part and you never get to finish it. And yeah. Then, like, it was like, that was, was like, me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, back to season one again. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I said, how many times have I seen her fight Queen Belle? Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I was so frustrated as a kid. I was so confused. Like, it would come on Sailor Moon and, and Dragon Ball Z back to back. And every time it just start all over again. And I was like, I don't understand what is going on why can't I get more yeah Yeah, and being young like you can't like if you're a kid like you don't know I mean this is before internet was like super popping off where it's like google sailor moon episodes and I'm little like you know it was that didn't exist that wasn't there for us and those things weren't online like that so it was just I was stuck I was just shit out of luck just hanging on to those couple couple things that they showed us and that was it yeah i I think that's a it was that was a big deal i think we're going to start seeing that really pop up in the culture is like a certain generation really comes of age if their influence isn't like i think what we're seeing right now is like even with the movies it's like a lot of people came of age in the 80s 
and they're putting that stuff out. So it's like Transformers and you get the Avengers. It's like, I read Marvel in the 80s. It was the best. Like, I read Dark Knight Returns and that was my favorite Batman where I think you're starting to get to the point where, oh, people are starting to get in their late 20s, early 30s. like And it's like, or even their 40s, it's like, you know what? Yeah, I was watching Robotech and I was watching Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. I was watching Power Rangers. Like, all the shit I fuck with is Japan. Like, yep. Like Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Eight, Final <laughs> Fantasy Six, like all the hardcore's like, yeah, yo, when Earth died, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a major deal. That was you go to school the next day, like, yo, you get to the end of disc one yet? <laughs> like, 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 oh, like, yo, you can't save her though. Like, like there's nothing you can do. Or like Metal Gear Solid's like, yo. Solid snake, though. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I think, like, I mean, I'm 28, so growing up, like, there wasn't a lot of people I could talk to about nerdy stuff or geek stuff. Um, there's still, you know, the kids that play Pokemon cards and Magic the Gathering in the library, but like, now I just feel like it's kind of cooler. Um, so I'm hoping that, like, uh, I, I don't know how it is for high schoolers now, but I feel like it's kind of cool to like stuff like that to like anime and cosplay is like cool I think like I don't know if it's just me being you know just in the geek culture world so I think all this shit is cool anyway but I hope that like there'll be more of this stuff that influences these like future future like creators that are kids now like Steven Universe and Saga and all these different types of like sex criminals and all these like kinds of comics and cartoons kind of like I'm just really excited for like the stories that we're going to hear because I feel like people are just so much more open to different things. Like, and even like all the transgender like talk that's going on right now in the discussion, like kids are just going to grow up now with it just kind of being, you know, normal, which is like good because it is normal. Um, so I just hope that like the diversity is going to come with this new generation who's just like, why can't gay people get married? Like, that's stupid. Yeah. Like, why are you killing these black people? Because like, for what? So I don't know. I hope, I hope, of course, there's like mad racist people and mad racist kids still and sexism. Um, but I'm hoping the people that start telling stories are not that. And like, we won't have it. Like, we will not have the racism. Black Twitter won't let that happen. So the internet makes it easy to, like, shut shit down and bring shit to the forefront that's, like, not right. Um, And it's probably just going to get better, like, or just more, like, available to people as time goes on. Yeah, I think I just I just hope there's going to be more avenues into to release stuff to the public. Yeah, yeah. Like, for ourselves Mm -hmm. to a certain degree or even, like. It's like clearly, it's like the whole reason I kind of just started changing the way my show works is because it's like I'll call Ron up, we talk on a regular basis, and we'd be like, you know what, man, one of these times we should just put this conversation just on the internet. Like, forgive me just talking about myself. Like, let's not be nice. Like, let's, like, just keep it 100. Just keep it real 100 (laughs) on these people. Like, if I want to be the villain, like, if I want to be considered, like, a contrarian or, or I don't like shit like oh you really want it? you really want to hear how I feel about this oh okay I'm gonna air these people out you know what I'm saying like yeah. I'm gonna air it out so it's just like 
I don't think there's a, enough people who do that in like geek culture that aren't women talking about sexism. And like, yeah. and it's, it's crazy because you see what happens to them. They get death threats, oh my, oh like a literal God. death threat. Like that, it, it it's, bothers It's me. so crazy. Like I was talking to my brother who's like a huge gamer and he was telling me that uh, at PAX East, there was like a woman who, you know, gets attacked, a female, like, in the game industry who gets attacked by gamer haters all the time, and one of the people who, like, is, like, called an enforcer at PAX East, which, I don't know, is kind of like security, kind of like making sure things are not going badly or whatever, was stalking her and taking pictures of her and saying, like, I'm right behind you, like, I'm gonna kill you. See... Somebody who's supposed to be the complete opposite of that was doing just that. That... it confounds me. It makes me sad. But it also was like, there's no legitimate dudes out there. And there's always this thing about, I think, male, certain bits of masculinity that is toxic. But there's no males that's really out there calling them like, you motherfuckers ain't that hard. Like, <laughs> there's times I had to play Street Fighter growing up where people actually pull guns out. Like, if yeah. for, for throwing shit like that's the hood shit like gaming which they think gaming is this call of duty I'm gonna shoot something when I hit the button and teabag you like nah how about if you throw too much you gonna get punched in the fucking face mm-hmm. or you might get dealt with in a really like not, it's not safe here no more hey man let's why don't we just go over to the hex and go look at some Tommy Hill figure jeans real quick we come back after these drug dudes bounce it's like y'all motherfuckers ain't that hard if y'all really want to act that hard I'll smack you in your fucking face like <laughs> I'm not even a thug I'm not a really but like you ain't that hard dude yeah. like you on the internet you on Twitter let's see how you really real real you are yep. they not put your That's location my with on your culture. If, yeah if really like, let me, like let me see you like, so I know it's real like I don't like I don't think I could deal with like real it's bullshit. Crazy. It's crazy. Like thankfully I haven't gotten like a lot of trollery going on. Um, but like I feel like if I was like more you know, blocked about games more, then definitely like 100 percent like shit would be crazy. Um, it's just I feel like these gamer gator boys. Uh, I'm gonna call them boys because they're definitely not men. Mm-mm. Are just that's all they have is video games and maybe they're just like really i mean they're obviously really shitty people in life so they probably don't have a lot of friends and they're just scared that women that that the inclusion of women means that there's going to be less men like it doesn't mean that if you make things less sexist or not sexist at all in video games, and it's not going to change you, your position as a man in this, you know, video game community. Like, you don't have to leave. It's not like a, we can only have 50 men and 50 women, so (laughs) some of y'all got to go. Like, no. It just means that women are going to get to play games and be able to play, like, female characters that aren't super sexist or, like, and all these other kinds of stupid tropes and, and things that go on. Like, it doesn't mean that. They're just scared that it means that, that something's going to happen to them. But nothing's going to happen to them that's yeah, negative I, unless they're I, shitty people and they get reported to the police for death threats. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, I don't. I still blame everything on, on, on Xbox going online. Oh, like, yeah. Because it's like, for I me... I don't play it's, games online. It's, it's um, growing up, I just don't understand. Like, girls used to play video games all the time. Like, Mario 2, when that came out... 
And like you could play as the princess, every girl just plays as the princess. She had the best power. Actually, everybody did because she could float. Like that was like cheating. Yes. Yeah. It was like you cheat. Oh, she could good float. Money. <laughs> like what? Like, I was I'm gonna float cheating. over this board. It was creative. You like, wanna you wanna float, be the girl. Yeah, it's like Yeah. Like and then like, oh yeah, when Chun Li came out. That yeah. kick. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what? Yeah. And every fighting game had female characters, and that's basically what every girl I play is like. Oh, I'm using this girl. Yeah, I'm using that girl. Like I'm like, yeah, you know, I play girls. I, sometimes I played against girls who played Madden because that was just oh, all the dudes. See, I think the black culture of video games, especially in the '90s, was so different than like mainstream culture of video games. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a skewed perception because it's like not every game was cool in the hood back in the '90s. Like, <laughs> Like, oh, you talking about what? What is that first person shit? Like Wolfenstein three, and niggas wasn't playing Wolfenstein three D. Like the real streets is just bad enough as it is. They was playing sports games and fighting games and RPGs. It's like every it's just gaming in the two thousands just became toxic as yeah as hell. Once it was online and it was like, oh, you're black. Oh, you're not white. Oh, you're a woman. Like I'm gonna harass you because I'm not next to you right now. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. yo. It's like people just want us like to feel powerful, and because they aren't in real life, and that's how they can be. That's how they can feel that. I mean, they're terrible people. Yeah, it's the lack of so shitty. The lack of playing in person changed gaming. Like yeah. you had to play with people in real life, or go to these places called arcades where like you don't know who you're going to meet, old and young, mm-hmm. every type of like sexual orientation like everything would be an arcade and it might not be even be the safest place or the nicest or the cleanest but it's just like yo they got cool ass games they got <laughs> Terminator 2 Judgment Day like whatever I'm gonna play it or like you go to a Fuddruckers or a Chuck E. Cheese it's just like you had to you had to play games with people in real life and it was more communal like mm-hmm. online just made it worse kind of like what we just found out like online doesn't make everything better it doesn't make everybody more connected. No, it, it doesn't. Like it does it does like both things. Like it it lets people who kind of feel alone in like whatever whatever their like passion is, like if you can find people who are like you and feel like a sense of community online that you can't get in your like small midwestern town. But then there's it also gives you those trolls who just like use that like anonymous and uh, anonymous like feature on the internet and just use that and abuse it and feel like they're just these powerful men when really they're just very shitty little boys. Yeah, on a keyboard or a mic or whatever. Uh huh. Yeah, all that. So it like it does both, and it sucks that it just can't be like the good part of the internet like what the internet does that's good like because i started my blog to meet other geek girls and talk about stuff that i couldn't talk about in real life and i was able to do just that like i have so many friends irl now that i met from the internet um but it's also the the opposite also happens where like men just kind of shit on you and harass you and your com and your your mentions because you're a woman and you cosplay or you have an opinion about something that they don't agree with and you're a woman so that's even worse like it's just it's frustrating it's really frustrating i don't it's it's still something i don't i don't understand even to a certain degree it's like there's a there's a whole type so stereotype is like isn't your main goal to like I don't know meet the geek 
girls and I don't know, get a girlfriend. So why are you hating? Like, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> like, I don't, I really don't get it. Even like the fake geek girl shit that was going on and probably still was going know. on. Like, wait, so like you want girls to like what you like, but then you don't believe them when they do? Like, wow. Like, I just don't get, like, I don't get it. I, I don't that get it. That was confusing because it's like I'm sitting back. And it's like, oh, man. Like, I never really self-identified as a geek. But I'm just like, all right, I've been reading comic books for two and a half decades. <laughs> and some of you guys just got into reading comic books when Mark Miller was writing? And you talking about somebody being fake? And you ain't... You wasn't when Jim Lee dropped X-Men number one and 8 million copies came out? <laughs> you you wasn't when, when people was balling? You want to hate on Rob Liefeld, but you never read a Rob Liefeld comic and you want to call somebody else fake? Like, I'm like, come on. So you ain't read Dark Knight Returns when it came out? Like, if you want to call... Like, there's some people you can call, like... When you put decades in, it's like... That's when you start putting... So you can start pointing and be like... Uh, you're not real. You need more people. Like you, <laughs> you have no right to this 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 claim this young woman's geek with them because she started reading Gear X and only read X line of comics, but you read Civil War. Like you even like fuck out of here. Like run up on your car, catch you off guard like the little Wayne and baby shit. Forty, I'm fucked up. Y'all better not come to my studio with that fake shit. Y'all better not come to my funeral with that fake shit. Y'all better off realizing there's nothing that y'all could do with me. All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me, 100. Yeah, 100. All I ever ask is 100. Yeah. Later. Thanks for nothing, thanks for bluffing Thank you so, so much for wearing your true colors To every single fucking function Had niggas tell me to my face how we were family And how they loved me Why they were skimming off the budget Now when I see them, they're the ones that's acting funny People been reaching out to me And I'm yeah, on the straight on the Yeah, I'm not here Like, what's the point? I would have so many <laughs> like, friends if I didn't have I mean, it's just like I feel like a lot of it comes from so Like, if I held back you wasn't shooting with me in the gym AKA, you wasn't with me When I was getting bullied in high school So you yes. can't be here now And it's like, yo, so many Like, women didn't just start liking this shit Like, we've been liked this shit we just kept it to ourselves for the most part or like didn't have anybody to talk to about it or when we did you know we were met with sexism and harassment so we were like mm, that's not fun I'll just go back to reading comics in my room like that's just what it is and like we we've been here this is now you're kind of finding out about it and more women are like oh there's more uh, there's more girls that like comics like I can you know find them on the internet and be their friends so it's just more like visibility on that front and the guys who were probably like you know the loners or outcasts because of it yeah that sucks like i'm sorry that happened to you but you need to be a better person and not do the same thing to women in the future like or to anybody in the future who you know may just be getting into comics now or just announcing that they've been in, they've been in comic like been reading comics for years like like you don't you are not the writer or the artist or anything like <laughs> you cannot tell anybody anything really like you can't it's just really it's very annoying like I've been like quizzed 
at a comic book store. Really? Uh huh. Uh-huh. And it's just like, you know, you get that like, oh, it's for your boyfriend or like, no, it's for me. It's for me. Like, it's just and this is very normal. Like, this is very normal for women to go to. So it's like you the women who, who love comics who want to go to the comic book store and buy them are met with this by the people who work there. Like, it's, it's terrible. And that's like kind of why we always talk about the sexism in comics, because um, people need to know this shit exists and need to do something about it and shame these men who do it to, to women. It's, it's like every time I hear about the quizzing thing, I'm just like, yeah. And you like, really gonna go that hundred? You really gonna go there with the quiz? Like, uh huh. And like, I, I like, it was just like, oh, what, what do you read? And I was started, and this is me, like, just kind of starting getting into comics. But all I was reading was like Vertigo, old Vertigo stuff. So I was saying like the Invisibles and yeah. the Sandman, and I guess that was impressive. But I was just like, so I was like, I, I passed the quiz, but at the same point, I was like, why the fuck is there a quiz? Like, and it's, it's yeah, it's, it's annoying. It's- it's crazy because I think the only time I ask a question, what do you read, is when I'm randomly sitting down. I'm, <laughs> you want to know what Oh, no. It's like, literally, I'm having a conversation and blah, blah, blah. Someone brings up old Julie Reese comics and then, like, somebody says, like, I read comics. I'm like, oh, what? What you get into? Like, what, yeah, what got like, you in the game? How can we connect? Like, what, yeah. you know, like, what do you like? Not like, I don't believe you. Like, yeah, <laughs> show like, me the receipts. It's like, it's like, really, like, Really, see, it's like I didn't even grow up going to comic book stores about comics either. So it's like some of this culture of the comic book store. I'm still like, I go back to the comic store every now and then, and then sometimes I'd be like, Nah, I gotta go have conversations about rap music. I'll see y'all later. Like I'll be back <laughs> in like, like yeah. six months. I gotta go outside and talk about basketball and, and and Fast and Furious movies. I'll see y'all when, I, when I'm not outside. Like it yeah. happened at Midtown, but like Midtown Comics in New York, which is like there's like a couple of them in the city so it's yeah. a pretty major one and they're always at the conventions and like my go-to is forbidden planet they're just awesome the the staff is awesome um there's like a lot of women's staff it's like pretty even whenever i go so i always feel like welcome comfortable there um, yeah. but like for people who just have one comic book store that's shitty like there's no other options they don't have like like thankfully new york has a lot for New York you know like but everybody doesn't have that and it sucks but I mean so then they're just forced to like what go to comicsology or just forced to have bad interactions whenever they buy things that they like yeah like they have to run and hide it's Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just that's just unfair. It's, it's one of the things I do like about digital is kind of a, like it gives the people another source or even places that people that don't have stores. They can have, yeah. Can, when I was in I Europe, just, I switched to Comicsology and I was sad because I really love buying comics, like physical comics. But yeah, uh, I was like, oh, at least I got Comicsology. We get that every every week. Every week, it bless you. Just like bong bong. Yep. <laughs> Take this little bit of bread. Yep. Here, yeah, right? Box. I got that subscription. It's so nice. And like since I've been back, because I'm probably gonna move, I just haven't stopped that subscription. Like I'll go into my Forbidden Planets to buy new stuff every now and then, but like I just haven't been going weekly. And like I used to love like going weekly and I still like I'm excited for that to happen again and hopefully wherever I go. I'll find a nice place that's not. Probably will. That doesn't, that's what's that doesn't quiz your mind. me when I walk through the door. Yeah. 
moving changes your buying habits. I was like, yeah, oh. yeah. I was like, stop buying this paper stuff. I ain't trying to box up nothing. Yo, I got no <laughs> space. Like I have storage, and most of it is books and comics. And books are heavy as fuck. So that's like the heaviest thing you ever move is books. Yeah. Nothing else is heavier than books. Even records. I even think like I'll probably still do some things. I'll probably always do digital now because I I'm such a I used to be such an anti e reader, anti like digital comics because I'm just I just love print. Period. And I, I, I always will, but I think it just it makes more sense space wise to just buy digitally and then buy the trades of stuff of like my favorite things yeah and that's it like i don't i don't need every single issue unless it's like a very special single issue like i'll probably always buy the single issues of sandman overture because uh jh williams the third's art is insane and i want all the covers True, true. It is it's it is insane. magical to look at. I didn't yeah. even really read that series. I seen like a couple pages. And I was like, the I'm just going wait. Are crazy. It is. It's like I just don't like. It always takes a long time to come out, but I'm never mad because it's freaking beautiful. Like the panels aren't even panels. It's like some crazy shit. Like I just this man is just amazing, and like I'm Dude. such a fan of Neil Gaiman too. So it's. I'm just happy because I love Sandman. Yeah. I read it, you know, after the fact. Like, so I'm glad I can like read new Sandman and buy buy it in the comic book store. Single issues. Jace Williams III is easily one of the top people working today, art wise. Like, he's a he's a god. Like, that's it. He's a beast. Like, you just you look at his stuff. It's like. Like it's kind of unfair what he's doing. Like he's that nice. It's like I was like, I don't even want to drop that season. Like man, like, I, don't I even... give up. Like throw your shit in the trash. Like, like yo, know, it's like it's probably what people feel like when they when hear like a dope ass verse or something. When they're a rapper, where you see like like when Steph Curry crossed up Chris Paul or like when you just Hang up your sh- doing anything amazing and you see it's just like. Man, I don't even feel like doing this. Like, I'm just gonna go. I don't want to do this no more. You're like kung fu movies. You see somebody who really got the dope mastery. Like, oh man, see, I'm not even. I'm not even the top dude in this in this region. Which I never in this province. This. <laughs> just like any any kung fu movie, you see somebody's like is the main hero and is like his like best friend is like the best friend dude is just like yeah. He's, you're not the hero, dude. Like <laughs> you ain't Jackie Chan, bro. Like, Jackie Chan is the nicest. <laughs> With Jet Li movies, like you ain't Jet Li, like you ain't the Jet Li character. You, you, you number two, you'll get punched in the face eventually. You gonna yep. get knocked out. Just gotta accept it. That's your role, bro. Like that, oh, Chase Williams the third. But like it's, it's like I'm almost down to just reading Weekly Shonen Jump. For the most part, I don't read a lot of Shonen. I'm like on the, yeah, I'm on the very girly side. I feel. You. Oh, but like, you know what? I did start reading that. I think you read um, One Punch Man. That is the it's so that good. is the best superhero comic in the so world right funny. now. <laughs> it's, no, it's hilarious. So ridiculous, and I feel like I feel like if I read Shonen, it'd be even better because there's I'm sure mad references and shit that like I'm missing, but I still enjoy it. Like I like like more like Death Note, Ghost in the Shell stuff. Like I'll go for yeah. that scene in adult man genre yeah. but uh or it's like all on the girl side um yeah. like i don't do a lot of shonen i don't i don't know why i just i don't know i'm so picky with anime but then like especially and it's so stupid especially with shoujo 
because they're all the same but I'm still super picky like they're all like shy girls likes the guy who's super popular like but even so like I'll say uh, don't like this even though it's like the same exact plot it's like it's so dumb I don't I don't know what my standards are but um I do want to like I've tried to I want to get into more shonen I want to read or watch like One Piece and the things that have like been around forever one day but it's probably gonna take like my entire life one piece is amazing because it's like there's so much heart in it when people just break out into tears of like sadness because of death or just joy or just like like I need help and it's just like mm, and then Luffy gotta punch someone in the face it's just like all the feelings it's just like yeah some books are just like I'm reading Food Wars now because it's in jump. Oh, I heard like, my 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 girlfriend told me that she loves Food Wars. That that is the truth. It's she's like, like it's like kind of food hentai like manga. It's yeah, there's moments where like people eat something that tastes so awesome, like like for some reason the women are busting out of their clothes or yeah. something like they have an orgasmic and sometimes <laughs> the dudes would be too they be like boosting so they like busting their chest out cause it's like I guess the food is that amazing yeah. they're coming but <laughs> at a certain point it's just like it's Iron Chef in high school and it's like like, like this I is one of the more popular joints I love how much food is involved in like anime and manga like they yeah. don't like food is such a focus in like all of even if it's a little bit like it's much more than I'll ever see in like any American sh- show like superheroes don't eat like yeah they never eat stuff. it's like like oh man like I can't like like think, that's why I couldn't I won't I won't exist in the natural paradigm because I'll have issues with it like it will take place in like a diner or something it's just like oh man Spider-Man just kicked the crap out of the rhino he's hungry he's gonna go to X, X place on 34th and blah 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 <laughs> yeah like, like oh, they describe all the food in manga and it's not a food manga like it just looks so amazing and delicious I love that they're always eating like high schoolers are always eating <laughs> it's amazing and they draw it and they draw like the steam oh, coming off it's like oh good like I'll like, look at like anime food gifts on Tumblr all of the time like, <laughs> and mad that it's not real food it's like I want some of those buns right, right? now <laughs> that ramen looks so amazing it's like that looks the best like oh uh, look they drew every little shallot up in there like it was like, <laughs> perfect like they like yo y'all focus on food so heavy but yeah, I, I stick with show. I like show this stuff because it's it's everything that I wanted out of superhero comics that I don't get anymore. Oh, yeah, it's not I bet. it's not written for old men. It's not written for like middle aged dudes in suburbia. It's just not. It's just like all this shit is for, for for young dudes, young boys, punches in the face, like clear morals, clear heroics, no shady stuff. Like even it gets to a point where like it's not even about romance. It's like like uh, boys don't like that like there's some creators like hey, little boys don't like that we're not putting that in there yeah and that's and fine because the little girls yeah. have shit to read too yeah like so it's can... so fine you know <laughs> it's it's fine <laughs> it's like it's balanced they got balance all the time yeah. it's like I don't need to do that because this person the same level of fame as me is already doing that and selling a bazillion books mm-hmm. themselves over there mm-hmm. and it's it's the, the, the fact they have they have so much balance I think even more than like when people bring up the European models like it's like yeah I like the European stuff they still do that one time a year but it doesn't like the Japanese models like you can get, get it out on a regular basis like a week they do what we do in a month in a week yeah, and, I don't know how 
and they have all well, types. Well, I know how because of Bakuman, and then I feel bad. Like, damn. Nah, I don't like what that. Put life like, like yeah, they don't actually. Yeah, they're just like, damn, y'all don't really go outside. I'm just like, but I'm like, oh, yo, like, y'all got assistance. Like, hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, you don't have to do backgrounds. Like, yo, somebody will pay for that. <laughs> and you don't have to color. Yeah, true. <laughs> Which saves true. up so much time, I bet. Or like, I mean, most most comics in like American comics, they have a separate colorist, which sucks because like they're so amazing, but they don't get that much shine or recognition. They get no like, love. Like, there's no so love. many amazing colorists that like if I'm like impressed, I always want to shout like shout them out. Like, yo, them colors though, shit was amazing. Mm. There's some comics when you look at it and you finally see the black and white art, it'd be like. It's good, but With the color it ain't what came on that page, though. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. Like, like it's, it's so crazy how much like like artists are amazing. Period. You know, but like colors do so much work and bring to life the comics so much, and it sucks that like they can't get on the cover like sometimes. And I love when they do because it's totally deserved and, and stuff and even some le- like letterers too yo like everybody who's a part of this like they just don't get the shine that the writer and the artist do even though they're very important like I remember reading some stuff that and the lettering was like sh- bad it was just shitty to me mm-hmm. and I was and I just appreciated good letters so much more because I'm like it's like this it's like uh not soundtracks in movies, the score in movies. Like yes. you don't, if you don't notice it, it's probably good. But when you do, and it like it just disrupts like the whole kind of environment that the movie's trying to set. Like the shit is bad, and that's how I feel it is for like color, colors and and letter letters. Especially with film, like a lot of people don't know that like directors don't usually shoot the movies to the director of photography or the cinematographer, and then you you become like a, a serious nerd in it, and you be like, yo, blah blah blah, shot this film. That's why it looks so dope. Mm. This director mm. only works with this dude. It's like that's why all his films be looking mm. dope. And it's just like you got to be a nerd. Like you really have to be like sitting down there looking at the the real the deep credits. Yeah. Like, oh, so this person or there's like, but at least when it's the Oscars time. They get a major award. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, yeah. They'll like get the, fan, they'll the get, final hour. They'll be nominated or or get the award. Um, people it's probably like, don't pay attention to those parts. Yeah, only people like me who mm-hmm. took the, the problem of reviewing movies <laughs> yep. and, and going too hard to paint and watching the Oscars and like, that's bullshit. And this blah, blah, blah was better. Like, and they're like, oh, those movies are cool. Usually people's like, yeah, a lot of people don't watch movies. They just watch the cool movies they want to see in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Just like, now I'm, a, now I'm a in the game. We're just like, nah, son, all the good movies come out like between October and like December, Christmas time. That's when all the real shit drop. So all the real G's go yeah, to the movie theater. Crazy. 
Because, <laughs> like, I just watched Jurassic World, and I'm like, what do I do after this? Like, what's next? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Did what... you see Mad Max? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yo, shit was amazing. I love, like, I, I love it so much, and I love it even more because sexist men hate it. So it's like, yes, there's more shit that confuses me. I'm like, oh, y'all really riding because Furiosa is the actual main character. Yeah, y'all really that no. mad at that. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. It's so beyond dumb. Like. Because they literally, like, brought down patriarchy in a movie. Men are scared. (laughs) It's like, you guys really are the war boys. Yeah. In the story. Like, you're really painting your face. Silver spray paint. (laughs) You can go to Valhalla. We don't need you. Like, I'm sitting there, like... Like y'all are really, really like y'all like where's the Morton Joe then? Like where's the mm-hmm. really Morton Joe mm-hmm. and his brothers? Mm-hmm. Like where they at? <laughs> it's so it's such a like beautiful. It was so like it was it, it blended like the camp and like the seriousness very well. Like in the beginning, it was like super fast and kind of ridiculous, and it always kind of is ridiculous but it doesn't pass the like all right this is bad ridiculous it's just like ride that line on a really awesome car like flames coming out of it the entire time yeah it it, it's like an entire essay on like what like really what we're talking about it's like it's like a lot of it it deals with like just pure toxic masculinity like it's like yeah all this shit y'all riding for ain't good like <laughs> and it's just and you sit there and it's like damn like I did I did not expect this out of a Mad Max I didn't expect something like this to come Me out in the, in the summertime the trailer like, didn't seem like it was gonna be like that I thought it was just you know kind of boysy like you know men uh-huh. in the desert with cars that's it like I Furiosa I just thought was like yeah it's Charlize Theron she makes a lot of money so she should be on the posters yeah yeah you didn't think she like clearly was like oh she's gonna be like the sidekick yeah I, gonna be mad, but it's like yeah I definitely didn't think she was like the main person and I'm so glad that she was <laughs> like Mad Max like like he barely talked like, the it's like a page of dialogue he like rented movie. for like most of the movie my car yeah my car Fresh my like most of it that's it <laughs> that was it but it was also like he was cool Furiosa though Furiosa <laughs> and her girls and her girls with the, yes. especially when you got the grown women the older women came up yeah and had the, the, the sniper rifles I was like this is hard this is like where's this movie at like I kinda just wanna see their little camp like, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're probably they're making a second one, right? Like, so I'm glad yeah, that two or three it so. was successful because it sucks when something's really awesome and like feminist and it doesn't get any love. So I'm glad yeah. this existed. You should you should check out Ex Machina too. Oh, I did. Oh, I love that movie. Uh, I liked it. It's some problems in it, but I still love yeah. it. I like I like robots. Yeah. I was like, I, was like pa- I liked it. Pause. Like, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it had some, it had some. It has really like I think it asks a lot of questions that yeah. it doesn't have answers to because it deals with a lot with like objectification, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like, and it doesn't have so easy solutions talks, for it. Yeah, like, it talks about it. It's not like we're gonna have these sex spots and pretend they're not sex spots. Like, yeah, they talk about it, so I'm glad. But like. Yeah, there they, there's a lot of questions and themes that come up but aren't explored further. Yeah. But like I'm not too mad about it. I thought it was cool. Um 
I liked like the atmosphere of the movie. Um, I thought that was pretty awesome. Did you see yeah. Jurassic World? Nah, I was. I said I, I found out it made like two hundred eight million dollars in three days. I'm like, uh, I guess I should have saw these dinosaurs. Movie, <laughs> I thought at least I know it'll be back. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I didn't get a chance to go see it. It was, early, a, so it was a lot of fun. I liked it a lot, and like, it's uh, it wasn't perfect, but I thought I, I enjoyed it. Like I totally would see it again because like my dad's coming in town, so he'll probably want to see it. So I'm gonna use that excuse to see it again. Word. But dinosaurs is like I love dinosaurs. Yeah, she was dope. I'm really like I'm excited and I'm happy for what's his face. Um Chris Pratt. Yeah, like he seems like a nice guy and I like what nice guys kinda get. And I heard he was like super poor. He lived in like a trailer and it was like a pyramid scheme guy, like like for what? He was hustling till he got yeah. till he got old. So I'm glad like he's doing really well. Um like I don't think he's as problematic as some people are but like I don't know that's another thing too like I was for some reason the other night on Twitter people were like roasting Childish Gambino and like I'm a fan of really yeah like and I was like what what did he do what did he say and people were just like like they're they're talking shit about him saying all how how problematic he was like and yeah there's that tumblr like, like your fave is problematic like everybody is on that tumblr like i uh, like every person <laughs> who is in a movie or a musician is on there so like nobody's perfect in the internet you can't do shit without somebody fucking screenshotting it but like he's definitely not perfect I love rap music. It's super sexist, but like I love it and I'm a feminist. Like I understand I have contradictions and I like people who are problematic, but like sometimes you just gotta separate it and it's okay. Like I don't I don't know. And then there what was did he also do? he didn't do anything. It's just like he just wanted to talk about Bino. Search, they just started talking shit about him. I have no idea why. I think like somebody who has a lot of followers tweeted about uh, they just don't like how he's he acts like he's kind of better than other black people because he's a blurred and this person also he, he, didn't like the term blurred but i'm like it's kind of he didn't make that up no, he didn't like, and it's just, a very easy way to say that you're black and you like geeky things like that's how yeah. i see it it's just one word that puts together an entire sentence about like stuff that you are and like and they're just talking so much shit. Like, they're also talking shit about him, like, in his Asian fetish and other shit. He has an Asian fetish? I don't, I don't know. It's, like, rap genius dissections and stuff going on. But I was just like, yeah, you can not like him. That's cool. I'm going to like him, even with his problems. I love Young Thug. I love all these other rappers. But Kanye is just, like, his own his own category. But, like... Kanye is his own special, his own <laughs> special area. Category. Like, I love super ratchet rap and they're just degrading women like crazy but I enjoy it on like that entertainment type of level and sometimes like I just don't think people want to let people do that like you're either not you're not a feminist if you listen to rap like you can't tell me what I am and what I'm not like yeah. you aren't a gatekeeper of feminism either like yeah it's annoying yeah the internet. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who the jiggy nigga with the gold links? Got me reminiscing about my old days. Three six sucker nigga dick, no foreplay all day. Booming out the trap through the hallway. Tell me what you niggas know about. 
I'm just saying turn it down or she finna call the cops We been plotting on the op, she the one who got the drop Just a free quick fix of the And it's okay, they gon' take me back to my old ways I was tryna chill, pop a sales ever since I got a deal Kick it with my model chick, tick crits, fuck niggas wanna ditch Now I gotta let them know it's really drill Low pretty flock of Jordy I've heard this this issues in regards to feminism and 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 black women anyway since they don't always ride with black women's issues. Oh, oh, well, white women whole. feminism? Yeah, <laughs> like there's two different there's two different feminisms really going. <laughs> like they don't give a fuck about us, yo. It's it's something that I've been frustrated with my like entire life. Like I've never. I like never, like I just didn't think feminism was for me only because I thought it was only for white women because everything they were asking for had nothing to do with black women or women of color in general. It was just like white women. And it's like, yeah, I want to change that. But you're going to ride with me after you get that and get some shit for, you know, women of color as well. Like they don't care, period, about like there's there's a group of feminists that only care about the feminism and rights and equality of white women and not anybody else. And it's like, it's cause it's harder. That's why. And it's, they don't, it's, it's hard to be like, yeah, we need like the list gets longer of demands and they just want to keep their list short and sweet, but it's like, yeah, you know, equal pay and stuff. But like, what about the black women who aren't even getting hired because they're black? What about that? There's there's more yeah. black women who have college degrees, you know, than black men. But like, we ain't getting hired, and like, it's just it's a lot. It's it's really frustrating on Twitter to see it. But I feel like people are are kind of bringing those people to the forefront and stuff, uh, which is it's just good. Yeah, I know I've learned a lot at least in the last year just from reading stuff, reading stuff and having conversations with women. That's those are my main. My main things. Those are like my main hobbies right now. <laughs> Reading. Yeah. And like, like sometimes that. it's the best thing, like as an ally, like for whatever, just listen and read, you know, and don't like when I was at like FlameCon yesterday, you know, at these like panels about transgender people and stuff, it's like, you know, listening and trying to figure out ways that I can help without making it about me because it's not about me. You know, like when I'm trying to fight for LGBT rights and stuff. Um, And I think a lot of more people need to do that and stop being offended uh, about stuff like not all white people, not all men. Like, yeah, we know. (laughs) Like, we know. It's not about you right now. Like, we know all men aren't sexist and we know all white people aren't racist. Like, so when we, we talk about specific things, we're usually talking about the sexist men and the racist white people and all that stuff. So just don't be offended and listen. That's like the general rule. Yeah, I think the only time I say like not all men is when things are directed <laughs> directly at me like they about you. men like, yeah, you don't do this or men like you probably because you're a man's like, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Like, let's leave me out of this because I don't do X. I don't do Y. I don't do Z. So you can't put me. Let's keep me out of this. I'm over here in my own <laughs> universe. Like King Kai and Dragon Ball Z. I got my own little planet, my own little house. <laughs> I'm chilling. Gonna be trying to load me up with everybody. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's interesting that like the way all these things are interacting with each other. 
media and culture and stories and like I watched The Kingsman yesterday. Have you watched that movie? I haven't, but I have it downloaded. Yo, I had mad issues with it. Oh, really? Isn't that the one where Samuel L. Jackson looks like like an aspiring rapper? <laughs> like, he, like he's he straight up. Like, does he have gold teeth or something? No, he's he's straight up. He's Russell Simmons. Oh, real my talk. God. He's like a character of Russell Simmons as a James Bond ish villain. Okay, why? And it gets way more like a lot of people like, oh, that movie was fun. And like I finally watched it. Yeah, I heard it, and people I was saying like, that it was fun. And I remember seeing uh, the commercial with him, and I was I felt uncomfortable seeing that. I'm like, yeah, oh, that looks I, weird. I was looking at it as like on the surface. Yeah, I can see it has some pretty cool action pieces, and but it's like, man, but like to me, what it's saying, I can't, I can't fuck with this. <laughs> like, this ain't good. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I had to watch like two comedies to clean that. Like, I had to watch Get Hard, which was hilarious. It was okay because I, yeah. off principle, I was like, I'm not gonna watch it because it's prepared. Nah, like it's, sometimes I'll be stupid, like or not stupid, but sometimes I'll just like yeah. pick and choose what I'm gonna like go against. Its whole point is to like deal with that whole like assumptions of of race and like it's really it's funny like it deals with like it deals with like that really I feel really well for but like you know a usual Will Ferrell movie with Adam McKay so if you like Eastbound and Down if you like Ricky Bobby or if you like Anchorman it's it's similar type of humor but I think it deals with it well so like I, I had to watch that to clear my head. Unfinished business of that movie with Vince Vaughn and Dave Franco and and they were like going to Europe to like try to get to, that was just just silly funny. It wasn't great, but like I had to watch I had to wipe the Kingsman out of my brain. Like real talk, I was like, damn, nah, this shit is probably like, damn. Should I even, even watch it? Like, like I don't know because it, it had me feeling some type of way on some like oh man, like on some like European like mm. oh you trying to side this America mm. like we stupid and then it's like. Oh, so you gonna have this independent British white dude gentleman spy organization, and like the big bad is just like a kind of hip hop black dude with like a tech company. So you got issues with like American tech companies. You got issues with like like black new money and, and, and their influence. And oh, he got his dope ass like. Latina like personal assistant that be ride or die for him and like like I had issues and it was like shit with like Obama's in it it's like I was like I, I had off felt some type of way when I finished I was like ah, I gotta watch something funny I was just like let me put this Will Ferrell Kevin yeah. Hart joint in <laughs> like I was tight yeah man like, I'm nervous I'll check it out though but at least I have like a warning so I'll be on guard it looks nice though like it's it, it, at least it deals with like kind of class but it's just like like yeah, poor white people in, in London <laughs> versus like rich class, like upper class white people in London. It's like yeah, you got the mobility there. Poor rich but, white boy. Like, like I know there's issues in London, but like you could have left all that shit in London. Then, like yeah. you could have left all that shit about y'all shit. But I, I don't. I'm not. I'm. You really. You really gonna make like okay. Like, all right. Russell Simmons, one of the architects, one of the most important cultural movements of the last 40 years or oh, you gonna side this one like that okay alright okay I see how you all really feel alright bet <laughs> like yeah okay wait till we really get in the comments we gonna yeah. fuck y'all shit up yeah. <laughs> alright always new women gotta keep a balance 
The girl of your dreams to me is probably not a challenge I've been counted out so many times I couldn't count it Funny how now my accountant is having trouble trying to count it To the people that think that I owe you shit Payback's a bitch and you know that shit Y'all niggas getting too old for this Please don't think nobody notices I've been up for way too many days Y'all sleep enough for me anyway Y'all don't be doing shit anyway Y'all are not true to this anyway OVO, E saying reps up We might just get here with Dorico Everyone home for the summer So let's not do nothing illegal I gon' make 50 million And I give some millions to my people They gon' go Tony Montana and cop them some shack at the free throws But they're from the way, fam There's not much to say, fam They told me to tell you you measure some waste, man And stay in your place, fam My dad is from Memphis and I am right, the so king So what are you listening to right now? What's your, what's, your, what's your music going on this song? Uh, I've been actually listening to Barter 6 a lot uh, Like every morning I've been listening to it Because uh, I heard it when it first came out And then like for some reason I just, maybe I wasn't ready for the Young Thug at that point. And then I listened to it again and I was just like, yo, this shit is so good. Um, I listened to a lot of that and Surf from Donnie Trumpet yeah. and, and, and. That album is crazy. It's so good. It's like the insane. first time I listened to it, I listened to it for like three hours straight. Like it was just so good because I love jazz and it's just like the perfect blend of like. R&B and rap and it's all like, sorts yeah. of things you can't really put in a bucket and it was so beautiful the production was amazing like it's like I didn't expect like Chance the Rapper to really I, maybe I should say be that interesting like I was like eh. I was like I know B no fucks with him it's like I guess this little crew and who we rocks with? I was just like, "Wow, you got a free out my iTunes? Let me check it out." Oh, yeah. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, shit. Like I was so <laughs> ready. Like it's so good. Everybody was like, talking about it, and I like I'm glad that it exists. Like it's it's awesome. Um, I feel like I could be a really big uh, Chance the Rapper fan if I tried. Like, if I, like, listen to Acid Rap a little bit more, because I like him, but for some reason I just wasn't, like, diehard fan, like, fan, fangirl for him. But, like, I think it's going to get there. Like, if he keeps doing shit like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it, it, it's funny because I always feel like, like, I'm not even feel like now, I just know, it's like, clearly I'm... I'm 35, but I have the listening habits of a person in their 20s com- compared to all my, my friends that's in their 30s. They still listen to, like, the same old stuff. I'm like, but there's this this stuff over here, and then there's, yeah. like, the, the ASAP Rocky album is out, and they're like, what? I'm just like, you ain't heard that ASAP Rocky shit yet? I love Flip a table ASAP. over. I love ASAP, <laughs> but I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm not in love with his album, and I, I, I don't know, like, I've just been trying to grapple with the fact that, like, I may not get another, like, mixtape from him. Like, his first, like, uh, Long Live ASAP was gold to me. Like, it was so good. And then his album, which I'm like, yo, more money? Like, it's going to be even better. And I didn't like it that much. Like, I, I liked it, but, like, certain songs. It was, like, I just didn't like all of it. And then this yeah. one... I kind of feel the same way. Like, it's cool, but there's nothing... There's not even anything really in this that I fucks with except for, like, Lord Pretty Flacco Jody. 
and oh, and that's yeah, that that's kind stuff. of it. And I'm like really no. sad. I'm like no, because ASAP Ferg, whose album was amazing, that shit was, was crazy, so good. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Like it doesn't make any sense. God, it's so good. So I'm hoping, like, yo, is it gonna happen with him too? Like, I'm so scared. Nah, you know what I think is gonna happen. <laughs> I think, I think, hopefully, the Chop Stars gonna get their hands on this Allah album. Oh yeah, and, and it'll listen to that shit yeah, chopped up, and you'll be I like, do. this shit is amazing. That's what I do. Like, I'll be like, ah, album was alright, but that chopped and screwed, chopped not slopped, <laughs> that shit was fire, and I'll just listen to it only as that. Yeah, like that's my that's my entire Drake. Things, like, yeah, I listened oh, to uh, if you're if you're reading this now, it's too late. Whatever. Yeah. Almost like more chop, not slop than I did like the regular version. Oh, it's so it's so like, good. It's, I sit down, I just play some tracks. I'm like, I hear Legend. It's like, God, I mean, it's so fucking like, why did he even listen to this regular? Like, why did I even listen to this regular? Why did he even like, put it is... out regular? Like, he should have like... <laughs> gave it to them to to mix, and then released that. Like, he fucks with Houston so hard. Like, I don't know why he just won't put out a full album that's just. It's like, it's only chopped up. It's like, I would. It's perfect for Drake. Like, that shit is mad sad sounding anyway. Like, it's just, it's even better, yo. It's just like I feel like I'm on lean, except like I might not die. So it's like, <laughs> like it's, just, it's the best thing ever. It's like yo, what I feel, what I feel like when I'm in my like the down periods. It's like yeah, I've listened to Jungle so many times, <gasps> like chop not slop, like like it's like God. like like yeah. This is one of those moments. Let me put that. Let me hold me hold me down, OG Rossi and candlestick in them. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I'm like just eagerly waiting all of all of the things from them. Like it's so good. Uh, it's funny because like I in the military, my mom's in the Air Force, grew up all over the place, and most of my friends were from the South. Like as much as from anywhere they could be, moving around their whole life. So I listened yeah. to lots of like Southern music and Southern rap. Like my parents are from the Bronx. So that was like my quote unquote home. But um, mm-hmm. I listened to lots of like Southern music and lots of Chopped and Screwed. Um, and then I came to New York and like nobody really listens to Southern music and Chopped and Screwed. Nobody's about that up there. <laughs> yeah. So like when you, we would like talk about Chopped and Screwed shit. I'm like, yay, somebody to talk to about this. Cause like, yeah. I've been trying to That's how we bonded, right? It was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, not a, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Cause it's interesting. Cause I know like now in like in DC on the low, a lot of people fuck with Chopped and Screwed music. They might not be like, oh, they like, talking about it, but you go to everybody's like, they catalog, they all got some joints. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, like that's what you drive to. Like, that's what you ride to. It's like, yeah, I need that joint. Like, I need that shit slow. Like, like sometimes I'm thinking back, it's like, damn, I've been listening to this shit for like 15 years. I'm like, shit. Like, now I'm getting to the point where it's like, yo, like, can't nobody really tell me nothing. It's like, I've been riding with y'all for a long time. I've been riding with this Houston shit for a minute. <laughs> and like, I looked for every type of album. Like, y'all, y'all gonna do this? Like, like I kind of think, hope they do that uh, Earl Sweatshirt album. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. Like I want them to do everything. I want Lily have everything. Chopped the screw. I got. I think I got a mixtape of like Badu songs all chopped and screwed. Yeah, I remember, like the they do the nineties like R and B chopped. Oh, and the nineties joint. Mm. Oh man. So much good stuff. I love like I, like the was it the. 
I, I just like this slow jam. This slow jam mixtapes are like the best. Yeah, they are. Because it's like, not only are you are in a good mood, it's just like, oh, now y'all making it slow. Y'all chopping up that. You go back to that part, like, yeah, that's my favorite part of the song. Y'all just going to yeah, replay thanks that for like bringing it back for me. <laughs> <laughs> It's like all your favorite parts, you don't have to bring it back yourself. They'll play it. They'll, they'll, they'll chop that up for like five times. <laughs> It's like the it's like yes like that's what I need like what you say what I feel like Drake he's works sweat. so well because he's like sad boy t- sad boy Tumblr like and yes. the weekend works so well and and oh. what's his face party next door is really good also like I listen to him a lot probably more chopped than than not his whole um, album party next door two is entirely insanely it's better it's perfect like it's fruit. so good yeah. I listened to that I listened to like the regular probably like three times and then just downloaded the chopped and listened to that on my on my phone like all the time oh, it's yeah. so much like, better it's amazing like recognize is like oh my god like why is it even a regular like, version I, yeah exactly like, like, I don't know why these people keep like making regular versions of shit that's not as good as it being chopped like just give the people what they want what they need I, like the last <laughs> weekend album Kissland it was so much better purple it is it, it really was, uh, is like and I just keep finding that like the Drake's like those can those sad Canada boys sound so much better some like oftentimes chops than than not uh I don't know yo they just need to to accept Houston <laughs> as, as their lord and savior and just chop the <laughs> chop everything it's true it's like this thing where it's like the can the Canada hip hop era of now the sixth era, we I guess that we could call it, is the perfect somehow it became the perfect music. Even though men don't want to admit it. Y'all have you, feelings. If you have feelings, that is the music <laughs> for when you have feelings. Especially when you're dealing with anything that gets close to relationships of the I'm not even gonna say the opposite sex, because if you're if you're like, you know, you're gay Still, it's just relationship shit. Anything to do with relationship shit, party next door, weekend, Drake, put that shit on, slow like, up. They make fun That's of Drake it. so much for, like, having feelings, but, like, y'all have feelings, too. And in yes. some, like, like, he's very, like, in a, in a way, like, without probably doing it on purpose, being, like, anti, like, patriarchy and, like, men gender, men's gender roles because he's, like, very open about his feelings but still cool as fuck. So it's like, yo, look, I'm Drake. You fuck with me. And I and I talk about girls making me sad. Like, you can that too if you want to <laughs> be like it. me. Like... He be getting his heart broke so much, Yo, and it's like it's the songs is like I'm feeling this point. Like it's so stop going for strippers, Drake. Stop falling in love with strippers. It's like he. It's like it starts out. His heart is broken, so he parties. Then he finds another yeah. one. She breaks his heart. The cycle repeats. <laughs> that being said, it's the perfect sound. This is life, and it's like, like is he? I don't. I think at this point he doesn't want to be in a happy relationship <laughs> like I don't think he wants a happy and healthy relationship because like what what's he gonna sing about what's he gonna rap about like just money now yeah. is that it, it's, it yeah, yo it's but actually like, that would be really interesting to hear a happy Drake like love rap song I don't even know what that was yo, I think the closest we got good. It was with Rihanna when he was kind of with her yeah. for a second some of the songs wasn't that sad but then she kind of just like yeah. she broke his heart again it's just like Okay, we get more good. Yeah, like one, one every 
seven years. Like it's like leap year. Like that's when he puts out a happy love song. I just want Drake to be happy, yo. He just want Aubrey to Aubrey to find love. I just want him to find happiness and love in life. He's clearly it's working out for him because he's even able to write sad songs for Beyonce. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he can transfer his sadness. Like he's able to. I was like, like when you when I listened to mine on the Beyonce, you get to it, you know, you when it first dropped, like everybody didn't look at all the production yet. You just listen to it, so like you get to that song, it's like this sounds like a Drake song. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, Drake is oh, this is a Drake song. Oh, like, so like how would you able? Like, who was yours, dog? Like, who, 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 who? Like, who did Rihanna inspire this song too? Like, there's probably so many women who think they're talking about them. Like, yes. I just, they just don't know. Unless His he, unless he says be. like Hooters from Peach Peach Tree or Peach Tree or oh, whatever yeah. in Atlanta, like oh that's me, that's me, okay. Yeah, it's just like you can t- like his text must be interesting. Yo, so many emotions. <laughs> <laughs> like, like everything, like the voicemails, like <laughs> like the DMs, like it has to be yeah. amazing. So sensitive, I love it. I, I really do like we need Drake's in this world right now for young boys to <laughs> know it's okay to have feelings like you can cry and shit it's 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 funny cause it's like there are moments where he's like hey he's talking about like having sex being like the usual dude stuff but there's like oh half the album is just that he's gonna be sad about doing that or just thinking <laughs> yeah. about yeah I pay her card note every month yeah. that's how much I love her but she's not, not feeling me right now like, like, oh, you I put that out on wax? Yeah, like, bought her a mall. Like, you put that out there? <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, 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 I remember when Marvin's Room came out, everybody was hating on it. And I was like, yo, this is one of the best songs I've heard in ages because it's like, it's a story. Mm-hmm. It's like a drunk, a drunk conversation, drunk call conversation as a song. Like, it's completely in his feelings. It's like, Drake, like, like the embodiment of Drake, really. <laughs> like, if anybody could do it, it would be him. Yeah, like, and I fucks with it. And it's just like, every time I listen to The Weeknd, it's like, it's, as much as debaucherous as it sounds, it still sounds sad. It seems like, oh, it's so yo, sad. It's like someone broke your heart that much that you will never let your feeling get involved and you'll just really disrespect these young ladies. Like, I like, want Drake to be happy, but I want Weekend to, like, just be alive, yo, because I feel like he's going to OD <laughs> at any any album now. Like, yo, I swear. <laughs> like, like it's just what's going to happen, yo. It's just his life. He just drowns himself in drugs. Like, I can't feel my face. The song is amazing. It's clearly going to be the song of the summer, but it's just like, when you really listen to it, it's he like... He really can't feel his face. Like, yo, it's a y'all cry are, for help. It's a really unhealthy relationship right now. Like, whatever you, who you're with, and y'all are doing that much drugs, you're not happy. <laughs> like, and isn't I don't he like understand. rich? Like, was it? Didn't he? He was like his family. Like, he came from money. I feel like I heard. So, like, all this, like him doing all the drugs and poor little rich Canadian black boy thing. Like, that's just him, yo. And I'm scared that he's just gonna OD one day. Uh, it just seems like inevitable with his songs. Like they're just warning us of what is yeah. going to happen. So it's, many drugs. So, so much sadness. 
so sad. And like probably next door is sad too. Yeah, he is. I don't think he talks about drugs as much, so I'm not that scared. No, nah, he's just partying. But, it's like drinking. Yeah. It's just like like yeah, the weekend is the drugs and party is literally just like drinking and he's just out there. It's like <laughs> it's more than unrequited he's like love. Sitting on it's a like, couch set at like an after party, like somebody's house like, party. Yeah. Like, like he's faking like he's happy because he's drunk. Because you don't want to be alone. But he you drinks feel, to, like, like you feel in the music. Like, he drinks. Yes. Like, that's all the night like that. This Canada Yo, movie. Yeah, what's going like, on in Canada? Like, what's up? What's up, guys? Like, why are you guys so sad? <laughs> Yo, rap music just took over with this sadness. Like, I'm, I'm really concerned with, like, Canada and the sadness going on up there. Yeah, because it's interesting. Because, like, if you go to, like, the West Coast... Their rap sounds sad too, but different type of sad, like existential, like <laughs> we're dying and like no one really cares and yeah. we're still in this bullshit from like the 90s somehow. Sad. Like Chalice Band Cambino, he's sad too, but it's like a it's like an awareness sad of like, oh I'm 30s now and I can see some of the bullshit for what it is mm-hmm. and yeah, I kind of want to find love. Yeah, his sadness is very right. like personal. I, yeah. I feel and like like for Kendrick, for example, whose album was just like amazing. What is a very like black man experience in America? Sad. Yes, it's it's the current like oh my god, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like I don't like I haven't resolved around how like I have no answers. But all these problems, and I don't know what to do, and I have all this influence. It's like, yeah, it's cheese, man. I wanted to like cry listening to the album for the first time because it's just so real. Mike check, mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check. We're gonna do some acapella shit before we get back to all, all my niggas. Listen, listen to this. I promise, Dave, I never used the phrase fuck nigga. He said, think about what you're saying. Fuck niggas. No better than Samuel on the Django. No better than a white man with slave boats. Sound like I needed some soul searching. My pops gave me some game in real person. Retraced my steps on what they never taught me. Did my homework fast before government caught me. So I'ma dedicate this one verse to Oprah on how the infamous sensitive N-word control us. So many artists gave her an explanation to hold us. Well, this is my explanation straight from Ethiopia. N-E-G-U-S. Definition, royalty. King royalty. Wait. Listen, N-E-G-U-S, description, black emperor, king ruler, now let me finish. The history books overlook the word and hide it. America tried to make it to a house, divide it. The homies don't recognize we've been using it wrong. So I'ma break it down and put my game in a song. N-E-G-U-S, say it with me. Or say no more, black stars can come and get me. Take it from Oprah Winfrey. And you just feel it and you know that other black men feel it too um and i'm so happy that it exists because like so many people fuck with him his first album was great and this album's so different but it's still great and i love that like he just switched it up and like these young kids who listen to him and love him and stuff because like his first album is very like like is awesome compton kind of like you know knocked in that way and then this one's like very funk and very like black power movement what's going on right now like yeah. internal also like internal like depression and stuff too which a lot of people don't talk about like depression in the black community that shit is real mm-hmm. as fuck so I'm just so exactly so like happy for his existence and like I hope I, these black kids learn from him 
follow in his footsteps too. rather than like you know the young thug who I like, but like he ain't no role model. Kanye's not doing it as much as I'd want him to. Hey, I've I've talked I'm about. Sorry, should I uh, not bring nah, 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 nah. It's like I, I know I get. I almost end up defending him to a certain degree. It was just like. Hey, like, no, but I do like I I love him. Yeah. But I also like am disappointed in him at, as well. Like I'll never like like he's he's just not what I feel like he could be. Um, he just is so wrapped up more in fashion stuff than in race stuff in the world. He's wrapped up in like, like racism and fashion, and that's cool. But that's not what most black people experience on a day to day. And I feel like we need a a leader who's a musician who people think are cool as well like we don't have that we don't have like a Bob Marley or a Fela Kuti or like any people like that anymore and I feel like Kanye could easily be that if he just stopped caring about fashion and I think him like I think he's just after his mom passed I think he's just a different a very different yeah it's, he's he's still it's interesting to see him still trying to figure things out. Yeah. But he's doing it publicly, so he doesn't have the space to do it that like yeah. a lot of people would have. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you want to make high-end fashion, you want to break through this world, do this thing was like, I get that as a creative person. And I get that you you get yeah, like we we do kind of kill each other over shit we don't own, mm. like tennis shoes and like we go so hard to buy these clothes and you want to do that or you even want to make it democratize and make it not cost as less but you totally don't have complete power over that and that's a battle I don't know if that battle needs to be public yeah yeah I don't yeah like you could talk about other stuff and just deal with that shit on you know on your own use that airtime for other shit like cause Jesus is so good and like there's a lot of real shit that he talks about um and I feel like it's a very, like, Kanye in a nutshell. It's very, like, black power, and it also is very, like, you know, misogynistic and, and in that sense as well, um, and just not responsible all the way, but, like, it's cool because, like, I understand nobody's perfect. Nobody can be responsible 100% of the time. I just wish, like, because I saw him at Made in America last year, and I'm like, I really hope, and this is, like, really when shit was going crazy. I mean, shit's always been going crazy with the killings of black people, but, like, it was just really, like, on everybody's minds, and I don't remember if something had happened recently at that point. I mean, something happens, like, every week. Yeah, Yeah, something happens, like, every week. Yeah, Ferguson is definitely going on, and I was like, I hope he talks about Ferguson during his rant. That's gonna happen. And he didn't. He talked about MTV, like, making fun of him, or Kim, or something like that and I was just like dude dude come on this is your chance to talk about Ferguson or something like and you just talk about MTV being making fun of you and paparazzi and stuff and I'm like I get that those are all like issues that you go through but like I don't know I just want him to be a voice for the people and not just a voice for himself yeah he, I think <laughs> If there's anything that I would like to do with him, it's like, yo, let's let's work on your message a little bit. Like, I know what you're saying. Let's sit down, craft this up a little bit. You know, I got my team. You know, we can work this out. We can make this. We can make this five. We can still be Kanye though. We can be, be Yeezy though. But let's, let's bring this. Let's bring this a little bit. You know, you know, make it plain as 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 they used to say back in the day in the civil rights movement. We like, 
when Malcolm X would use all the big words. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, let's got to make it plain. Got to make it plain. Yeah. And he's not always making it plain, but I like that. A lot of people that's coming after him are, are seeing as like all the all the rap music I feel is really sad. Like J Cole's album was sad. <laughs> Big Sean album is sad. Tyler's is kind of sad. Earl Sweatshirts is Yo, sad. Geez. Kendrick's is sad. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Even ASAP's album, even Rocky's album is sad yeah. as fuck. Like I listen to it, it's, it's like, like, oh, this is why you do drugs. Yes, it's like, it's like the weight of everything, especially of last year, is like really came down on everybody. And they all putting out amazing albums, mm-hmm. and it's only in June. It's like we just got half a year left. <laughs> yeah, like what's gonna happen the rest of the year? And like, it's who else is it's just like workout? a temperature for like how people feel all across America because like this shit is so heavy and it's so much to deal with. Like I'm tired of like crying over strangers, you know, that keep getting killed by police. Like I'm tired of this happening every single week. And the thing is, it's been happening forever. It's just with the internet we're able to know about it more and like it's like once once you're like I was talking like to my friends about it and it's like once you're woke like you can't unwoke <laughs> like you can't shut it off like once you're aware and conscious of like the the white supremacy in America like you can't turn it off like everything you see and hear like you always see and hear stuff about like the racism that we endure and the, the killings and, and abuse and it's overwhelming and like as a person of color living in America like it is too much like it is entirely too much um like I I can't remember his name but the kid who was uh in Rikers Island for three years arrested for uh suspicion of like stealing a backpack and he killed himself and he because he didn't get a trial in three years and he killed himself and I when I saw that, I was just like, I can't. And I kept like, every time I saw his name or his picture, I like quickly scrolled past it because I was like, I can't, like, I don't feel like crying right now. Like I can't, cause it's just so heartbreaking and there's, it's just too much. And I feel like shit's going to change real quick. Like we're going, like we're already fed up and these, these peaceful protests are only going to do so much and something has got to give and like there's going to be riots in the streets all across america i just feel like it's inevitable at this point like you can't keep doing this shit you can't keep like fucking draw a gun on black kids at a pool party you know and and pin down a, a black teenager a 14 year old in a bikini like you can't do it can't keep doing it and not expect black people worse. to react to this protests yeah. ain't working you know, yeah. like this shit, something's yeah. got to give. So I don't know, shit's going to turn up. So people need to watch out. It's, uh, it, it, we see these little explosions, these little things that pop off. Like Baltimore. The Baltimore mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, it, it, the Baltimore thing was really weird because of the, of how it happened. <laughs> The way they kind of close it all in, but the use, the way the kids describe what they were going to do with that purge thing, I was like, it's like, yo, y'all, y'all faking on the internet and these phones and these technologies, like they can't. There's the quote unquote acceptable way of doing things. There's the protesting, and I see it has its merits in some regards, but you know the the state or the system knows how to handle it because of 50 years of of understanding how that works and setting up processes mm-hmm. to handle mm-hmm. it. But 
the thing with youth is they always find a way. It's like it's like Jurassic Park. <laughs> Life, finds Life always way. finds a way. Like you fuck around, and I keep telling people I look outside, be like, yo, it might be a hot summer, and I don't think people really understand what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, like, yo, like, I'm scared for the summer. <laughs> I really am, yo. Police turn it's up. Like, people turn it's up. It's 91 degrees out here in DC right now. It's kind of hot outside. It, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, super humid. Like it's hot and it's it's gonna be like um, do the right thing. It's like yo, and it's like all right. Like luckily, no kids died at that pool party. Yeah, but it, they easily like, could luckily. have. And I don't know. I don't like. I'm actually. I'm. I am glad. Yo, no can you died. imagine? There'd be a there'd be riots going on. Yeah, yeah. Texas would have been crazy because it's like, oh, y'all ain't shoot none of them bikers. <laughs> y'all ain't killed none of them bikers. Like, oh, okay, that's how you would carry it. All right, bet. Like, I like y'all. They got it's a it's a problem no one's dealing with, and it's just like, all right, y'all think shit changed because y'all elected Obama's president. Yeah, and shit's getting worse. Nobody's dealing with this police shit at all. And it's too much like when I was in Europe, I felt like pretty good. I felt better. Like I was like in some deep depression for a while for a couple reasons and like the the shit going on with black people in America just made it even worse. And part of me felt guilty for leaving because like I felt good about leaving and guilty because it's like am I just abandoning my people by leaving them to like deal with this shit and like as I want to move out of New York like I would love to live outside of America like I've lived outside of America probably probably half my life um like I lived in Europe and and stuff like that in Hawaii which like barely counts um because <laughs> it's just like a tourist island but um <laughs> But and they like hate white people in Hawaii. <laughs> so funny, uh, but very like just because of what they did. Like, there's no Hawaiians left. Yeah. Um, so like, part of me is like used to living, you know, overseas. But then it's like, do I want to raise kids in America? I don't want like my kids to die because they're black. But like, I also want them to be ex- like exposed to their culture and people, which they're not going to get if they're living like, you know, in a country that doesn't have that many black people maybe unless I'm living yeah. in Africa like so it's just that like do you want to live in America and be with your people or do you want to live outside of America and probably be safer you know because of that it's inter- it's interesting you say that because that's not something I usually hear from my male friends but it's it's something I've heard from many many of female friends that I've had or conversations that I had, especially black women, is like, do I want to have kids in mm-hmm, this? Mm-hmm. And it has me thinking, it's like, man, and, and it, I remember when Childish Gambino had like an interview on like, what was it, The Breakfast Club? And he was like, yo, I kind of have to roll with a black woman now because it's the only one that might understand yeah, I remember that interview. the mental state and like Charlamagne was on his bullshit yeah. and I was and it has me thinking it's like like now I'm always like yeah like I don't know if I want to even explain things but then I'm also thinking it's like yo do I want to have do I want to have kids in this shit if I'm watching kids die every week like if I'm watching 12 year olds get shot for no reason yeah, like it's scary like and this shit's been like, going on for Oh, ever like it's never been it's never been better you know than it is now like the past has always been worse so like even though it's better it's 
not good enough still it still makes this question like do I want to bring a life and raise a life into this and it's like you know it's not all bad you know but like you're just scared because like that's something that's it's your your child you want the absolute best for them you are taking care of them and that involves like dealing with the shit that they could they could encounter with the police and with racism and all that stuff not saying outside of america is better like sometimes it's not and all these other countries got their own shit going on that we don't hear about because america only cares about america um so like i know it's not any better but like i don't know it's it's just one threat one less threat to worry about um police probably won't shoot my kid probably if i don't live in america <laughs> yeah it's kind of like you wish that the only thing you should worry about is like all right make sure they don't know how to swim so they don't drown <laughs> make sure they like look most ways when they cross the street don't talk to strangers you know the regular, the shit, regular shit exactly yeah not the okay when you get age x we have to have a conversation how you have to deal with yeah, the police get authority over figures because you will people. get pulled over <laughs> like, <laughs> like these are all the things you have to deal with and is it certain ages like oh, i for this conversation like this is like like where's the rule book like yeah that it should be a rule book like how come someone hasn't, <laughs> hasn't written all this shit down all the lessons we had mm-hmm. it's crazy it really is like i like i'm glad kids are like i'm scared for kids now but like i'm happy that they're, they're able to see this shit on the internet um just so they're kind of like more aware of what's going on because i think there for a while it was like you know the internet didn't exist but all this stuff was still happening and it wasn't on the news like you just weren't aware of what was going on in your hood unless somebody from your hood told you or what was going on you know on the other side of the country like if you're in new york and in cali like same shit's going down like you don't know you just think like this is your this is a hood problem you don't see it as like a larger problem of black people in america or any people of color in america um it's yeah i don't know man i don't think there's any right answer of like staying or leaving america um like i don't it's not that easy to live outside of, of america if you don't know the host country's language and like getting a job so i'll probably just stay i'll just probably be here because of that but i think if it was a lot easier like my ass would be out like fuck this shit yeah it it it, it feeds the entire aspirational like idea of i guess modern black culture or, or hip-hop culture is like yo i just need to get some money i get some money i get the fuck about yeah. here the fuck about the hood i get the fuck i get just yeah. leave. like be safe or some shit this false sense of security i think that's kind of what happened and we had this it was a whole generation of people who had like a false sense of security and things then, like, are better you know the but housing it's like crisis not. happened and then like we see everything now we see when every young black person dies Every yep. day, like there's like a there's a Vine, there's a YouTube. Yeah, there's <laughs> everything. Like... It's all it's on every. What if you have any kind of social media account, you're gonna see it, and yeah, eventually like we're gonna force the news to play it like a week later. Oh yeah, it's gonna get that big. Just like okay, this is a story. Yep. And then they have to deal with it. And then they bring on the bullshit mm-hmm. people talking, and it's just like all right, back to uh, Twitter. Like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. Like I'm glad I watch the PBS news where they don't bring on the B- the bullshit people, and I'm glad I watch BBC where they don't bring on the bullshit yeah, people. Like it's, it's tough to find like some real journalism going on 
Like, I just, Twitter is my news, like, for the most part. Like, I don't hardly have time to watch the news. Whenever I do, I just watch it in the morning to see what trains aren't running because MTA sucks. And, like, the weather, and that's it. Like, I don't want to hear about all this other bullshit. Like, I'll just hear about what I need to on Twitter, really, or, like, Facebook, and, and that's it. I'm not watching CNN because, like, they're bullshit. Now, I remember when I used to, they used to be my go-to because they weren't Fox News. Yeah, now it's it's entertainment. It's interesting because CNN International is better, but you can't get that channel. Yes. <laughs> like, why? Like, come on. Like, oh, you blocked the CNN with the actual news on it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, I see what you're doing here. Uh, yeah, it's... We got it's, Don Lemon. We got Don Lemon's punk ass. It's, it's funny. The only thing that worries me about seeing all this bad stuff is that, like, the, the black kids don't or even the Latino kids or the Asian American kids, but then they go see all this entertainment and they literally they don't see anything that looks like them in a, in a positive yeah. light. Like, like yo, uh-huh. you go in the movie theater. They're all the criminals. They're the criminals or they're the sidekicks. And it's just like, it's funny because I have to come at it from a black perspective, but I've watched so much stuff. It's like, I mean, how much, how much it feel to be like, an Indian American kid is just like you're always the geeky, funny, kind of funny, gawky yeah. sidekick of the. You're the one in tech or characters. science or whatever. Yeah. Like you can't be hot. You can't be like yeah. And <laughs> it, it, it must be interesting because yeah, they do have places from like okay, India has its own film thing where it's like yeah, they're the heroes, the superheroes, the the leading man, the pretty guy but it's almost just like it's all well, like Indians also yeah but it's like it's not Indian yeah. American it's like the experience isn't the same it's, and it's just I sit back and I'm just like man it's like that's another problem with the Kingsman too it's like all the heroic characters are white yeah. dudes except one white female they added in oh, it's okay. like oh all like, right. it's, so you it's don't so have easy any- to just add like add diversity but they don't try like nobody tries or cares as English, like I know y'all Mad got black people. Y'all got black. Y'all got Jamaicans. Like Idris, you got yeah. Idris Elba. Why is he in Kingsman? Yeah. <laughs> you got Idris. You got Chiwetel Eljiofor. Like you yeah, got, got, like, like the guy who played MLK. What's his? I don't know his name. Jeffrey yeah, White. yeah. You got Jeff. Yeah, like, like, there's mad people. I've been feeling some type of way. It's like I know y'all got mad, mad Indians too. It's like y'all. Ain't none of them in And a lot of their shows are diverse too, for the most part. Like, like a lot of BBC yes. shows, like they have their like a good amount of black folks or Indian Indian folks and stuff. So I just don't know why movies can't do that. It's just weird with, the, with it's, a, it's, a, it's an American movie thing, I think, for the most part. Because you know, if I watch a British movie, they got everybody up in there to a certain degree, unless they make it like a period piece where it's like Victorian yeah. England, where you know it was only a bunch of pasty white people <laughs> like people who didn't even work they got no son it wasn't even a working class cockney white yeah. folks it was just like the most aristocrats but it's like once you get to the modern era it's like they got everybody but like you go to Hollywood it's just like yeah it's just like why I don't get hype about the Black Panther movie and it's just like y'all really gonna ride uh, this hard for Black yeah, Panther I hope man like I don't I don't even like, I don't know I'm just I'm just waiting I'm not getting any hopes up I kind of expect to be disappointed to be honest so then at least I, if it's not that bad then I'm like okay that's cool 
I just I just don't know. It's like I ain't gonna lie. I got more. I got more interested in the Suicide Squad. I was like, oh, they got the Fresh Prince headlines. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Oh, and they and they got oh they got a Japanese. One. They got they got like a whole bunch of people. Was like, oh 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 okay. I can kind of ride with this. Like, oh, when the woman she's that's Gal Gadot. She was Giselle in Fast and Furious. I fucks with her. I can I can I can kind of ride with this. I might not like that movie because I don't like Zack Snyder, but I ain't mad at her. And they got a whole. That whole movie's like it's written and directed by women, so it's just like, like y'all gonna trash this, but like they making like inroads that I think that I don't because Warner Brothers they just make movies they they make movies for everybody all the time, so it's just, I don't I, I don't understand some of the hate they get. I'm not saying they they golden, but I'm gonna give credit where I see like well they, that's a little bit of yeah, it's a little bit of progress. Yeah. Like they they making some steps. Keep our business on the low, low I'm just trying to get you out the friend zone Cause you look even better than the photos I can't find your house, send me the info Driving through the gated residential Found out I was coming, sent your friends home Keep on trying to hide it, but your friends know I don't watch that because you know I'm also, like I'm not really messing with Marvel. Oh, like that, okay. But I watch the Flash. <laughs> I liked it. It's mad violent though. It's not. I heard it's it is, it's, it's not perfect. I mean, what is though? Yeah. Except for Steven Universe. Um, <laughs> like everybody can't be Steven, so it's understandable. But yeah, it's so violent though, which I was really surprised about. Um, it sounds like there could be more like women in it that don't that aren't always in relationships with men, you know. But. It's 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 not bad, and it's like Daredevil. Who like the la- the only thing I really know about Daredevil is the shitty Ben Affleck movie. So it's definitely <laughs> a step up from that. For sure. oh, so that's uh, you know what that sounds good. You you enjoying something? I think I like the Flash because it had black people in it. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> they changed like they they not like real talk. They like changed like the West. So it's like the love interest of Barry Allen was always Iris West, which was always like you know a white woman so they made her black and they made her dad black they just made the entire west family black and you just like every episode you got the black dude from law and order in there is like barry's father figure mentor person and they're just black people all the time man you got this thing where he grew up with them so it's like that means barry allen was at like black family reunions and shit <laughs> and it's just like my brain just went to all these new things he's like he could probably do the electric slide he probably knows how to like grill correctly like he probably knows how to play Spades and like it's like, like my brain I was like making a whole new backstory for Barry Allen like <laughs> yo he's probably like down his shit he probably like he goes to like a black neighborhood he probably don't even feel nothing he's just like yo what up like I'm about to go in the corner store <laughs> and get me some juice like 
don't know. Like that's I think that's my real way of just like really liking the show. It's like, oh. And they had like a, a Latin dude, they made vibe vibe is in it, but he's not vibe. He's just like, oh, they have Latino characters and they're like, oh, it's like this is this is kind of what I wouldn't mind seeing. And it's, the rest of the show says it. I guess I should have gave this a shot when it was actually coming on each week. I just I just binge watched it later. It's like, oh, okay. All right. Hmm. Yeah, Flash of the Black Family. Hmm. Yeah, huh. yeah, I can work with that. You imagine that, <laughs> and people like it. Yeah, I saw this tweet that was uh, sent out where like this mother tweeted the actress that plays Iris and like how like her daughter was so excited. It's like, like Iris looks like us. Like if she's beautiful, that means we're beautiful. And it's just like I was like, oh, that's like the happiest moment I've seen on freaking Twitter in a long time. So it's like she was so boosted to see a character that looked like her on television. <laughs> it made her, yeah, made her mom. Like, it's all we want. Like, like, that's stuff. all anybody wants who's not represented is to see them, see themselves and read about themselves in media. Like, that's it, yo. Make shit like how it is in life. That's all we want. Like, that's it. Like, I don't, I'm at the point, I don't even care who is in it? I just want it to be diverse. Like, I don't care if it is, like, a gay character or an Asian character or whatever. Like, I just want to see somebody who's not white. I just want some 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 diversity. Of course, I want more than one person, but, you know, that's pretty much yeah. all we get. And we got to, oh, there's one. I remember, oh, my God. Man, this is a couple years ago. I was so furious. Um, I was at this uh, Philip K. Dick like film festival thing in New York, and there is a panel, and Walter Mosley, the author, um, was okay. there, and some other like uh, people of color, sci-fi writers um, were also there, and she was so ridiculous. Uh, there's like they're talking about representation in media. And some white woman from the audience was like, well, you know, there are movies that are that are diverse that don't get the support that they they deserve. So, you, you know, as you ask for these things, you have to support these other these other movies. Um, and she talked about. Oh, what's that movie that Halle Berry was the only black person in it and uh, I think it was like Tom Hanks it was like sci-fi movie that spanned like a lot of time oh yes hey, um, what was it called I can't think of his name of it right now but it was uh, Cloud yes, Atlas yes thank you I was like the whole yeah. story is going to suck but yeah so Cloud Atlas which I heard bombed you know yes it wasn't terrible but it wasn't yeah. Great, which is the Wachowski's new Yeah, yo, yo. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Jupiter. They at least try. <laughs> they, tr- they they try so hard though, like A lot of stuff is clearly, cool, but not everything is good and like the story just doesn't yeah. quite work out. So like this white lady is like used that as an example. I guess she loves the movie. And she's like, you know, Halle Berry was in it. And some guy was like, yeah, it was just one person. And she's like, yeah, like, exactly. And we're like, <laughs> uh, no, like, like, she's basically like, yeah, you should be happy that there is one person. And it's like, the whole point is the fact that we don't want token people of color, like token diverse characters. And she was, she just didn't understand why we would 
be upset that there was one person like that's good enough isn't it and I was so furious I was just like because I know that's yeah. how so many people think and it's just like no like it's so imp- I, you're always used to seeing white people you're always just seeing yourself represented in every single thing every single thing so you don't know yeah. how it feels when you love something or you know you're a fan of something or whatever you're just a person watching tv and you never see people who look like you what does this tell you like overtly yeah, and subconsciously like it yeah. tells you like you, you don't belong you're not a part of this story and if it's sci-fi you're not a part of the future like we don't want you in the future it's just it's it's damaging yeah. it really is and a lot of people don't realize it so we gotta gotta open up their eyes and let her know yeah. one Halle Berry character is not enough yeah it's funny that means that she also gave a pretty poor description of that movie because at least like Keith David was in that film they had like some Korean actors like like I, I give the Wachowski's credit even their stories aren't they're not hitting at least at least they try with diversity I think that's just because of the way they the way they think and the fact that uh you know Lana transitioned to being a woman like kind of while they were famous to a certain degree I think they have some of these things in their head like they want to make a a future or things that about like the world is just the story. If the script, the, the scripts aren't dope. Like they're not done well. Like there's some good ideas. It's like, uh, like I, I saw Jupiter ascending. It's yeah, like it looks so. It like it looked pretty. It it's like you. It, wow, if it, the story was a little bit better. Yeah, like, yeah. Like uh, the the concept good. and and was pretty interesting. But, like, the execution just wasn't. It just looked pretty, and it sounded interesting. But the acting was weird. It was was. weird, because it was, like, kind of campy. But, like, I just didn't understand a lot of it. I was just really confused. I I like the ships. It's like, oh, man, they put so much work into these ships. And the costuming and the, 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 like, so much work into a lot of stuff. Too bad they didn't put the same amount of work into the script. I heard they also cut 45 minutes oh, out wow. of that movie. Okay. So I kind of want to see the full version. Wow. But I still don't have high hopes that. It's probably just more of the it's same. It's going to make any more sense. It's probably more of the same. Like, I don't know. Maybe they're just doomed because, like, the Matrix was kind of stolen from so many different things that, like, once they they got so much shit for it, they're like, damn, I guess we got to make up our own original stuff. And this is what happens when they do. Yeah, I kind of wish. Yeah, I kind of wish they would. I kind of wish they was making the Justice League movie. Yeah, maybe that's what they should do. They, they should just do stuff where they don't have to make up the story from scratch. Because I think a they would probably pick all the random diverse versions of the heroes. It look really cool. Like, and it would look amazing, mm-hmm. and it would, it would work together. But they wouldn't have to like write it completely from their brain yeah. it's like they could just they could just pick a random dope ass Justice League story and adapt it and bring in like a screenwriter it's like alright we can we can make this work this will look good you can, you can you guys can do this like yo I know you can give them high fives and leave the room it's just but like I haven't watched since 8 on Netflix oh I haven't like, either show. but I plan and, to although I've heard so I've heard some things. things. I'm like, <laughs> and I saw I saw Jupiter's ascending. I was just like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
bitch. Yeah. I'm gonna give it half an hour. I'm gonna give it thirty minutes. If it don't grab me in thirty minutes, I've heard. That, yeah, the acting is bad, and it's it's not that great. Which sucks because it sounds super interesting, which is just what they do now is just make things sound really interesting and maybe it looks cool. But when it comes down to it, it's not that great. They can't execute. They can't execute. Yo, this is what happens when you kind of start by stealing shit. Like stealing (laughs) everybody's ideas like Ghost of the Shell, apparently that black lady. Didn't she like win her lawsuit or something? I think that's just a really big... Oh, it is? Okay. Now, it's, it's something that really can't be completely mm-hmm. confirmed or denied, but it's kind of just like... I, no, but it's because it's also... That means it's like... Oh, so like... Because remember when like when Matrix came out, like Grant Morrison was like, yo, some of this shit is uh-huh. invisible. That's yo. how I started like- watching <laughs> The Invisible or reading The Invisibles actually was like, I was in the Matrix wiki, as one does, and was like looking at all the influences and I'm like Ghost in the Shell fucking love that obviously so many things yeah. from Ghost in the Shell The Invisibles huh maybe I should read this and I, I went to the wiki it was like this shit sounds crazy I want to read it and I did and you know the rest is history I'm such yeah. a huge Grant so Morrison fan fangirl like he's one of my faves um but yeah it's there's some shit in there that's like huh Huh. Yeah, you, you, read it, you like when I was watching it, I was like, it's like an anime movie come alive. Like when I saw it the first came, I was like, this is like anime, but with people. It's so amazing. It's like, oh, he did the Shang Tsung fatality from Mortal Kombat 2 to kill Mr. Anderson. I mean, I mean the the freaking my man from Lord of the Rings, because that's the way I just think of yeah. uh, what's we call it now. He's Elrond, the yeah, higher man. elf. Yeah. It was like he's not even Mr. Smith anymore, or whatever. He just fuck that. It's he's He's an elf. That's the way my brain works. But I was like, huh, like, I like this. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's like when I started reading the story, it's like, you mean she came up with that and Terminator? Yeah. Mm, not saying that she can't do it, but yeah. I'm like, if you look at all of James Cameron's work, he writes all of it and all of it's pretty fucking good. I'm yeah, like, like, I don't, I don't know, girl. Like, yo, he did Aliens and Terminator and Terminator 2 and The Abyss. Oh, my God, The Abyss. And Avatar. Man, I love that movie. Yeah, like, he's like, yo, he got, like, I don't think Cameron got, even, he don't need a jack number. He's just sitting in the room. Yeah, I don't think so. Bust this out. I think the Wachowski bros, like, read and watched this stuff and loved it and adapted it all into, like, The Matrix, which is cool. Like, we are, you know, nothing is from scratch, really. Like, we're all influenced by stuff, but I think it's just the amount of of originality versus, like, influence was a little little tilted for them. And then since then, it's kind of just been, like, shitty, kind of shitty movies. Kind of not the best that they could be. And in the Matrix kind of just slowly got got worse. Yeah. It's funny. I look at it now. It's like, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> My only problem with it is it's like people still use it as like a point of reference when they're talking about reality. I'm like, like, yo, like, like, nah. Like, it's funny if it's like a kind of joking, but it's like, you really talking like, like we in the Matrix in the Matrix. It's like, nah, first of all, you don't even get to the humans of the bad guy in the story. Yeah, a lot of people don't get yeah. that. It's like, yo, the the people are bad guys. Like the robots actually didn't do anything wrong. Like they could have killed humans, but it was like, nah, we're gonna put them in like a little paradise 
let them chill and we're not going to waste any resources we're going to use their body heat as energy <laughs> so we don't actually have because they already messed up the sky we was using solar but oh well <laughs> like <laughs> like okay I was just like damn like when you find that I was just like okay that's what I like about the story like the little cartoon the animatrix in the yeah oh man the best matrix. animatrix is so good I think that helped put anime in a lot of people I think so uh, too yeah and a lot of like mainstream is like they gonna come out with a whole piece of their story that's anime yeah, like, I think so too oh shit that that bat anime when that that Gotham Knight came out <laughs> that was my shit I was like what Batman anime this is the only time I'm gonna see Batman anime about Japanese people without like any input by Americans like this is gonna be the hottest shit ever I still like that I still like watching Gotham Knight I don't think I ever watched that. I did hear that um, somebody told me that The Walking Dead is getting an anime. Oh, that might be absurd. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be. It's going to be like um, High School. Have you ever watched High School of the Dead? High School of the Dead was some of the most insane <laughs> no, things I've ever It's just seen. like boobs and zombies. <laughs> like, that's all that is. But I loved it, but it was so, the fan service, like, it's so ridiculous. Um, but yeah. I'm like, damn, Kirkman, like, what are you not going to sell the rights to? Like, Jesus, there's like a walking dead everything. Uh, I'm just so he's, conflicted he's with my feelings about him and the walking dead. Cause I was a fan of the comic and then I stopped, I dropped it. Like I couldn't read it anymore. Then I heard a spoiler about something that happens in the comic and I'm like, yo, I want to know what's going to happen. So I'm like, am I going to start reading it again? I don't know. And I, I just don't like that he doesn't know when it's going to end and doesn't have a plan for its end. Like, stuff like that bothers me. Like, if you're writing a story, you should have, you should know when you're going to end it. Like, I just get scared that it's going to be like, you know, one of those Showtime shows like Dexter that just should have ended a long time ago. But he's just trying to get that money. Like, are you doing it for the story or for the money? I think once it became hot, I think once it got, like, really popular where it was like... It was making like it was the only comic book mm-hmm. growing sales wise, and then he got that show deal. It was like he don't gotta end it because he don't have to. But I think he's he he made a story in which it doesn't actually need an ending. Like it, it's it's like a procedural. It's like oh, this is Night of the Living Dead as a TV series. It's like what's the ending that it's like you don't like everybody's dead or there's zombies around. It's like you can go forever. But it's just like after a while, it's like okay, yeah, this is get tiring. Like, like if it goes through the same, it has a cycle. It does the same thing over and over again. And it's like, all right, uh, not only is your story depressing and it's like over violent in a certain degree. Sometimes your characters do stupid things that don't make logical sense. Like if you have a box of grenades, you throw grenades at the people mm-hmm. attacking your camp. Um, which I heard they did in the show. They fixed that. Like use the fucking grenades. Um, but I'm just like, I, I kind of grew up as like, yo, I, I need them Resident Evil video game logic. Like, I just want to be able to kill all the zombies and get out of it scot-free. You know, I'm I'm all about Leon S. Kelly and Jill Valentine. And then it's like, I want Resident Evil as a TV show or some shit. And not that terrible movie franchise. I want the shit like the game. Yeah. You in a house and there's like a, a zombie shark and a zombie <laughs> moth and liquors and all that crazy shit. And you can get out of it. And you got rocket launchers and tyrants and shit. Like, that's like... That's my zombie fiction of choice. Like, you, you're not just gonna get eight. You go, you can get out of this. You get some first aid spray and some herbs, and you good. Like, yeah. 
But yeah. I mean, I'm going to keep watching yeah. it because it's just hard for me to drop it. And like, it's, it's I thought it's, this season was actually pretty solid, but I feel like it fluctuates like because they always change the showrunners and the writers like every season almost. And that's why it just can't, like, they just can't be good. <laughs> I get mad zooted, I got this bad thing I recruited My passion is a movie, I say fuck her cause I screwed her I stay on my Cyrus everywhere I go, I'm screwed up I know my Texas niggas got my back and that's for sure though Sippin' on Instagram like it's tangy bang We ain't never gon' get this fuck life on I know them boys say they get to the money over there Baby, trust me, these niggas not like us I put charisma in my lingo when she fell for me I gave her realness and that's all she gon' get from me on the five superstar, I'm straight up out the hood. I just did a dose of Percocets with some strippers. That's AMC, and you know what? I haven't watched. I haven't watched The Walking Dead since that. Uh, the episode there where it was all about the governor. Oh wow! It's, and he was like, "That was a while." Yeah, because I was like, I don't like. Like, I'm pretty easy. I could drop a show. <laughs> the only show that I willingly came back to. That I dropped out because I thought it was whack, just because the culture was so important and I needed to stay up was Empire. Like oh, I, I think that show is silly. Yeah, but but I watch it's it. The most, <laughs> it's the most popular show on television. It's like an important thing about Black America right now. Like yeah, yeah, I kind of watch it. You watch Empire. for those reasons. Like I don't think it's a great show. I don't think it's like you know the best at, at all. But like I want to support and I want to know what is the most you know a super popular black show like I want to see what other people are seeing um and I think like it brings up some like I think it's really interesting what they're doing with how they talk about gays in the show and the homo the homophobia in the black community which is super strong um yeah so like I like that that's in it um but it's like it's a ridiculous show but like sometimes we need ridiculous shows like it's fine I just kind of wish it wasn't totally like based on rap music because it's kind of or just music industry in general. Because I'm like, it's very like '90s, like bad boy yeah. Rockefeller stuff. Like it's like I feel like if it came out in the '90s, like it shit would be even crazier. Like it would be so popular. But now, like I don't think people, I don't think people care. I don't think the like music industries like you know bad boy and rockefeller were so popping like back in the day i don't think people care about how that runs anymore i think it's just about the artists more than it is about like these kind of families like there's like rock nation and shit but like and and ymcmb but like birdman ain't paying people so there goes that like that's breaking up It's, it's almost like the drama that's in rap music if you follow it all is so much more interesting than the stories they make. It's yeah. almost like... Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the homophobia is a problem in the black community, but not so much in the music community because, A, like, gay people write songs for people. Like, the whole whole thing was like, I won't let my son lead the company because he's gay and then I won't let him do this. It's like, yo, how many gay people write, like, songs all the time, produce songs, and, like, Frank Ocean is out here and... Like Young Thug wears dresses. Like yeah, I, I feel like videos. Young Thug oh. is bisexual, and I I want him to come out. Like <laughs> I just want it to happen. <laughs> like I I like his attacking the whole gym. I love it. I don't know what the hell Thugger is. Like I'm like whatever. Yeah, thug. I have no idea. I don't Do understand you. him half the time, but I love that he makes people uncomfortable. 
And like yes. Vic Mensa in that boo. video with Kanye, like he had this like sparkly shirt on at the end. I'm like, this is amazing. Oh, I haven't watched the video yet. I got. Yo, the video is really good. Um, you mad? Is it? Yeah, I like the video a lot. Like, yes. Um, so like I'm happy. Like Kanye, Kanye is his little, little, you know, put him in, putting him on and stuff. But like I like these people who are challenging these gender norms, and they're dope. So it's like all the homophobes are like, oh, but the music's so good. Like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know what I don't know how to deal with this. Like, I, I think we're getting to a point where like maybe hating on Jaden might be starting. Oh, to it's fall so falling. Like, yeah, he's the truth. Because yeah. <laughs> I like how you that picture with um Rue yeah. from uh, Hunger Games, but he's just standing there with the dress on, the oh, jacket, and the tennis shoes, and she's like right there. It's like, oh, that's like new black royalty right there. It, that really is, so. it, it, like, they are the like oracles, I swear to God. <laughs> like, this shit is like awesome. People get so bad about them. I'm like, y'all would hate my kids if I was as rich as Will and Jada, because my kids would be saying some outlandish shit because they would have bad friends. Yeah, them. like, I think, like, Willow is, like, an anime fan. Like, I follow her on Instagram, and she's posting some, some shit about, like, anime and her captions, and, like, I just love it, yo. Like, they're just, like, black kids that kind of get the freedom to, like, explore different shit, and they're expressing it, and they're not scared, and people think it's weird, but, like, eventually you're just gonna get used to it, and it's gonna be normal. It's like they're safe, and I think yeah. a lot of times, especially black people, don't know how to deal with. Because we've always had to kind of like draw shit back to either like fit into the narrative or the community yeah. or just how we're seen by like other races. It's like, oh, these are black kids who actually get to act like white kids, free as fuck. Yeah, and it's, it's like, and, it, and it doesn't Gala. mean like they're acted white. It just means they have that privilege of that that most white people get. Like, which is just like freedom, <laughs> like yeah. that freedom like that you're... money gives you, um, which most people of color don't have. And I hate that it's like, oh, they're acting white, like they're weird, you know, white hipstery kids, but like they're not. They're like, I think they're still very pro black and all that shit. Yes. They're just into stuff that a lot of us don't get the chance to explore because we're too busy trying to survive. It's like people forget that like Jada was into like all these type of things that wouldn't Yeah, be, like she's in like, like a heavy show. metal band. Yeah, she's Come been on, in rock and roll stuff forever. Like it's like you think like all the people that's probably been around them and like Will Smith, it's like y'all are like yeah, the influences they have won't be the same as like the hood they just they get to fly over the world he's been, they've been in movies and shit it's just like come on guys <laughs> like shit I hope my kids can be that free it's like oh you you want to do this I, I just be home yeah, by eight right? and I'll send the Uber after you <laughs> like, good grades Oh yeah, your tutor will be here tomorrow morning at like nine. Yeah, you know, that's, <laughs> exactly. That's that's the goal, you know. Straight tutors all day. <laughs> yes. So, oh man, we've been we've been at it for a while. Ah. <laughs> I know you're. I I expected it to be like kind of long podcast because most of yours are, but yeah. I like that. Oh, <laughs>
you like a couple times like over the course of two days like okay now i'm at this part this is my comment my commentary on this segment yeah. <laughs> it's like that's fine to me that people's like it's like i listen to podcasts as long as it's just it takes me like sometimes a week to get through because of work and yeah. stuff like that's why it saves your place it's like it's awesome like you don't have to yeah but I, I like long shows because it's like so. It's like you know with stuff that you really can't do on the formats that you can do yeah. here. And I guess I'm making up for all the people who ain't really talking about it because my show clearly isn't about being a fan of anything. It's yeah, just, it's just talking about everything. Talking about shit. And like, it's not yeah. like an interview format, so it's not like you get to the end of the questions and it's over. It's just like you just yeah. talk about shit. It's conversation flows naturally, like conversations do. Yeah, but yo, I think I'm gonna let you go now, and I'm probably gonna have you on again later, hopefully before you move, <laughs> or even after you move. Oh, yeah. It's the internet. internet, but still. Yay. But, I'm so glad, know, yo. We'll I'm see such some... a like stand for your show. So oh, thanks. I, I got some good episodes lined so up. Excited. I think I have some good episodes lined up. You know, I'm I'm really surprised that like people are responding that well to it like the letters or the people like sharing Aww. it i'm like oh really like so y'all really like, oh so some of y'all young black folks really did need yeah, this I'm okay so serious. like there's nothing else like i like i'm very picky with like a lot of the podcasts because i just don't want to hear noise and like i've been on kind of badly run podcasts and i'm just you know there's good shit out there so i'm only gonna listen to good shit but there's not a lot of stuff there's not a lot of people in geek culture talking about shit and keeping it real like it's unless it's like feminism and it's always like you know white women talking about how bad shit is which is good because you need to but like there's not a lot of like uh, of us on these things yeah talking about it yeah or like if if we are like you know we got to dig for for ourselves (laughs) to like find it because people don't care like it's oh it's a black thing like it's a people thing you know like it's a it's a lot of like you being on a show and you have to explain things and it's like i like having a show where i could talk to like so it's like yeah it's it's the conversations we would have in real life yeah basically this is what y'all this is what y'all gonna hear and this is what other people who may feel the same way because in a lot of ways i was noticing a trend it's like a lot of people feel this way but no one's talking about it yeah and there's no way for other people to notice. Like, it's not it's not just you. It's okay. 
the game is kind of fucked up. <laughs> so, hey, you know, it's okay. It's okay to like rap music. We can talk about this. Yeah, rap music is is important to yeah, us. Yeah, like, <laughs> like we can talk about rap. It's not just comics. Yeah, like we could talk they, about anime. You know, yeah. Talk about romance, comics. <laughs> When we were talking about Drake, it just seems like, man, somebody needs to turn Drake into a romance comedy. Yo, that should be amazing. <laughs> just like, uh, what, like in Mad Men, the Stan and Peggy thing, like, yo, that is a yes. shoujo right there. Like, it literally, like, I saw it, I was like, I was just like geeking out. I was like, this is amazing. But it's so ridiculous. Like, it, was, it's it just came out of nowhere, but like, they made it work. I was just happy. I was just like, yep. People shipped them, and this ship, like I say, like yes. this ship exists. This is the way it's supposed to happen. Stand and Peggy all day. Her writing, him giving her a shoulder. Right? While she's like, writing. oh my god! I was like, this is so cute. It's so happy. I love it. It's so great. Peggy's not just gonna be this angry woman just by herself in her apartment in like. No. Trying to buy the, the house in the, in the um, yeah, the house it was at the uh, in Midtown, Midwest, yeah. Midwest of Manhattan when it was still like I guess full of minorities. Yeah, like, Damn, <laughs> think of it, yeah. Like think of it where she is now. She's still in that house. Like she's rich as fuck. Damn you, rent controlled. Like probably. She owns it. She probably bought some more houses all over the city. Oh, she's got money. You know, she probably goes to Don Draper's funeral, gives the eulogy. Right? <laughs> she probably did. Because who else, who else would, like, what, Sally, I guess? Sally would be there, but it would be Peggy. Peggy would be there. She's just, just like, certain people would come, and, like, Pete would be there all old. With his family, grandkids, probably. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody, all the people still alive would be there. <laughs> and then like he'll say dead dead dog damn Roger's probably dead then yo oh, I love yeah, Roger Roger Sterling is Roger doesn't make he's it he's like my age. favorite nah he doesn't he's my favorite yo he was I, that's how I want to be he's so great like he's so funny and he's like like kind of racist <laughs> kind of like sexist and all those things but like yo he's just open about it like and I like that better than like secret racist people like Yo, let me yeah, know so I can I know how to deal with you. And it was like a race, not but like it's a racist, but not. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was, was just like just like racist like, jokes, hey, kind of stuff. So yeah, he went through a war. You know, he had some money, failed marriages. Like he's doing LSD. Yeah, you know, yeah, he gave no fucks. Other episodes, so like, he just gave no fucks. It's like that's my like that's. A level of not giving a fuck I, I need to get to. I'm not at that yet. I still give so many fucks. My goal fucks. is to not give as many fucks as Roger gave. Yeah, like, my hero is my, like, my spirit animal is Don Draper. My hero is, is Roger <laughs> Sterling. Like, like I am, like, I feel like, Don, I understand Don Draper, but I want to be fucking Roger. <laughs> like, I don't necessarily want to be Don. Like, that is not my goal yeah. in life, is to kind of end yeah. up by myself, like, you know. Yeah. But that Don Draper sadness, though, that'd be... <laughs> Yo, Don... <laughs> The Draper sadness is the realest it really sadness. Is. Like Drake don't know nothing about sadness. <laughs> but yeah, all right, that's a good way to end this. Talking about my 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 fallen show, my fallen <laughs> show. 
Mad man. I'm glad you've been on the Word, show. Thanks for having me. I'm gonna craft up a, a nice, a nice playlist. To yeah, drop in I'm excited. Me. You know. Hey, oh yeah, congrats on uh, the brunch. Oh, thanks. We didn't really talk about the Yo, brunch. It's going like, really well. That shit's been stunning. It's, yeah, it's like taking up a lot of my time, but it's going so well. Like we have 58 chapters around the world. That's shit amazing. Crazy. It started last year in New York. And now it's all over the world. Like, it, it makes me so happy, yo. It's like my baby. And I think it's just done well because, like, women in geek culture need a safe space to, like, be themselves and yeah. not worry about trolls or being quizzed. Like, we don't define, like, what a geek girl is. Like, if you want to join, you're joining. We're not quizzing you. We're not gatekeepers. We're not saying you're not geeky enough. Like, we don't care. You don't have to, like, actually even be a geek. Like, you just want to hang. And as long as you're not damaging to this environment that we've created, like, you're you're down. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's grown so well, like, so fast. Uh, I'm really proud of it. Yeah, I'm happy about that. I'm happy seeing that. I remember when y'all put, put the first one up. I was like, oh man, I see something I would go to. <laughs> we had our first like, back uh, boy, boy and girl, geek, geek guy and geek girl brunch a couple weeks ago, two, two, two three weeks ago. It was during the uh, special, yeah, special edition. Special edition. Yeah, and it went yeah. well. Like, we were very strict. Like, yo, harassment will not be tolerated. We'll kick your ass out. Uh, but all the guys are well behaved and uh, they seem to have fun. And we have like our party at our New York Comic Con after party that's like a everybody all genders thing also so there's like two times boys can come it's like somebody was describing it as like a, when there's like a co-ed like school dance that like like there's two <laughs> like there's a girls school the boys school come together for a dance like that's how yeah. it felt. Uh, but yeah it's going really well I'm happy our Jurassic Park brunch is coming up and we have a for New York and we have a tour we're going on a tour the dinosaur exhibit National Museum of History so that'll be a lot of fun but yeah there's like brunches going on today Miami has a brunch today I think Phoenix had a brunch yesterday Um, (sighs) Glasgow had a brunch a couple weeks ago shit is crazy man I'm just like yo what like (laughs) so so I I understand why people are excited for it to happen but I'm still always like shocked that it's just grown so much I know, I, I, like I am too. Like you guys put it up there, and it's like other places started. It's like then I see there's the whole the value did the cover. Yo, with the oh my god, it's like, so awesome! Much life. Oh, it's so awesome, <laughs> man! We got so much cool stuff. Like that is what's up. That's that's cool to see people I know make an actual mark on the industry in the same way at least in the culture if you want to call it like that's a culture like people talk about all the other things about comics being a culture or geeks being a culture like things like a brunch like where you're interacting with life and not like spending I think people confuse consumerism with mm-hmm, culture mm-hmm. like you guys communing together having conversations and like interacting and sharing things that's culture like that's dope. Yeah, it makes me happy. I love seeing like girls that came to our brunch become friends and like seeing them on the on Instagram, like going on lunch dates and, and hanging out together. Like that's just like that's what it's for. Is like for people like like I started my blog to make friends, make make and meet geek girlfriends, and that's happened for me. But like a lot of people don't have this the place that's not like awkward you know to meet people that you've been friends with online or just meet other geek girls like oftentimes it's just the internet that you have and 
uh, that sucks. So we kind of wanted a place that's like, hey, want to meet people like you? Come to brunch and hang out and be a geek and cosplay and talk about the anime crushes that you have and like all of that stuff, <laughs> network and collab and all that. And it's been really great. And that's what's up. I hope people go to these things, all these, whatever uh, female listeners. Yeah, like we have a lot. It goes we have a me. lot of chapters. And like if you want to start it in your city, you can start it. Just got to email us. Like, that's all it is. Like, we want it wherever it's needed. Um, that's that's our, like, our motto with that. That's what's up. You know, I'll probably add all these links to the show. Sure. Let me know if you need, like, a bunch of them. Things. Oh, yeah. I'll be hitting you <laughs> up because like, I put it all in that, you know, in that post and then that Tumblr post and then, like, you know, because I put it all over the place. I got to make sure it's, it's out there so people can can find it and, and do it because... Hey, I'm all about balancing out the games. I don't want this shit to be whack. You know, I ain't about this. I ain't about that whack right. shit. But I'm gonna let you have the rest of a dope ass Sunday. Get ready for this Game of Thrones finale. That's gonna be crazy. Hopefully, I see my bitches out there. The Night's King come back. That's my dog. That's me. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see your avatar. I like that you changed it. Yeah. Like it's changed like that day, <laughs> that <laughs> night. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, yo, like that's that me so right crazy. there. <laughs> yo, that it shit was, was amazing, night. man. Oh man, yeah, this is just... oh, like that's it. Like if I could just watch Jon Snow versus like the Ice People, I'd be good. Like I don't even need the rest of the I, story. That's like, the, I... the most important story is the night, the like White Walkers and Ice King or whatever, Knights King or whatever he is. That is like really the most important thing happening in all of the realm because like they can literally take over everything like it may be a little yes. too hot in Essos but like I'm pretty sure they'll change that like that's the most yes. important thing that's happening the throne shit don't matter if it's frozen by Yo, like, when I come th- when I come through everything going for yeah, like, <laughs> like, when the lights can't go through <laughs> Yo, when Thriller happens, yeah, so yo. Cool. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. That was so good. But yeah, I hope you have you a good, too. Uh, good week and a good rest of your Thank day. You. And I'll talk to you online. Word. All right. Bye. Hey, yo, Mr. Chance, the rapper, I greatly appreciate the way you rolled out the red carpet, allowing me to articulate myself as how I stand on my own too, beloved. Yeah. I don't wanna sit, 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 sit. I'ma stand up on my own too. Stand up on my own too. I don't wanna sit, 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 sit. I'ma stand up on my own too. Stand up on my own Check it, yeah. I'm a man in the stand and the plan and I'm on To be granted everything make you a fan in a song How I stand, got a wonder in my plan and I'm gone The one that only God and Kings come from A hundred grand on a child that always ran from the wrong Standing on his own too, but wanna stand with the strong Please get to turning on the fan cause it's warm While I build just a little about the man I was born to be This whole planet belongs to me We all feel the same so it belongs to it We talking all night but this is my birthright Please can you get to bringing the crown to me Yeah, I know you all for it, you only be deemed worthy If you stand tall for it, but you and your man
I was born on my own two feet, watching Bruce Lee. Before I grew teeth, I had a pen and some loose leaf. Pots and pans when the roof leaked. Before I ever smoked me, before I ever blew tree. Used to drive a hoochie that broke down on me.